0: hi everybody welcome to fns wrestling podcast episode 137 we're back in our basement to record at more of our normal time i don't know normal time anymore used the to old be normal the, or- the original time we used yeah. to generally record on a saturday afternoon because i was just listening back to last week's podcast and we were talking about hopefully this is our last snowfall of the <laughs> nope we got another one um warnings for blizzard like conditions and up to 30 centimeters of snow overnight we didn't get that much but because of that uh possibility your brother's basketball was postponed from today still some debate whether it's postponed till just tomorrow or next weekend but whatever bottom line is we have saturday free to sit and record so we Mm -hmm. weren't in a rush we didn't have to do it late friday night or later on a saturday so that is good news um in other news, not many will care about the high school basketball team that I'm coaching won regional championships on what was that Monday night? I think it was. Yeah, so and then they mentioned on Wednesday, and it was already a date. Then they mentioned it on Thursday, and you zoom more at right. right, which is cool. We've only won that one other time in whatever 20 something years of the school existing. So, pretty big deal. We've got a bit of a. Did you say so? Yeah, it is. Basketball is a pretty major sport, and we don't generally win. So, it's pretty cool. Sounds great. Right. I'm pretty happy for the boys. Good bunch of guys. And then I don't know. You're back to working. You don't have this week off, so a couple shifts. Picked up one for tomorrow. Yeah. 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 And a nice. You said it's not closing, so that's good. Oh, uh, yeah. It's you don't have to get up early, but you also don't have to close. So that's like the peak shift to have yeah. pretty much. Right. Yes. So how much work is closing though? Hmm? How much work is closing? Well, it just takes up like a whole last hour and a half or something. Just putting everything away. Yeah, and doing stuff and whatever. All the fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Nice. Anything else exciting happened to you this week? Mm-hmm. I played a lot of Pickleball, which turns out is really fun. Why? Because I'm doing it uh, in, one of my, in my morning class. Oh, okay. That makes and sense. it's uh, really fun, especially when you have some people who are... I have a couple people who've played it before and are decent, and then a couple people that are willing to stick with it. A lot of people just like, oh, it's, if it's not, they don't pick it up right away. They're just kind of like, it's dumb. But there's or some that um, are, they're waiting for basketball. That are sticking with it, and it was pretty fun uh, matches to have. But anyways, and you're trying out for the school badminton team again? Yes. Yes.
1: Exactly. at have time,
0: so that works. Yeah, that's good. And yeah, the season should be happening pretty quick, and it doesn't mm-hmm. last too long. So yeah. It'll be done by spring and, and summer also and whatever. So that's gym class
1: next week, I guess. Oh, you're playing badminton in gym class? Next couple weeks, I guess, next week, and then after March break. Nice. And then it's basketball, so I, I love that there's a while till basketball, because... <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. I'm, I'm good with that. And I know everyone else doesn't like it. So I'm okay with that. Too. And
0: March break is rapidly approaching. You just mm-hmm. reminded us. So we have a week. Not next week, but the week after will be yeah. off. And we're already talking about maybe doing a bonus thing. I shouldn't say it out loud because we might not get around to it. But we're thinking about trying to throw out a bonus episode. We haven't done one in quite a while, right? So not just
1: like not without a review. And even though right. we haven't done a review in a while, no, we have not. We no, just no. tack it onto the weekly. Yeah, I don't really, especially when it's main roster, I can't be bothered that much.
0: Yeah. And we've got, what, Revolution tomorrow night? Tomorrow. Are we obviously going to preview and predict on this show? I've already got it. Nice. I feel like this is going to be a pretty beefy episode because I watched a lot of wrestling. So on top of our Dynamite review that we always do and me talking a bit about NXT and Impact, I'm also going to talk about the Impact pay-per-view that was...
1: Don't tell me. I got this. Okay. Uh, I don't think it was No Surrender.
0: I think it was No Surrender. Right? So. Uh, so I'll talk about that quickly. I'll, I also just finished watching before we came down. New Ring of Honor, the first episode of New Ring of Honor that I'm gonna sort of talk about really mm-hmm. quickly. Cherry pick a few things from that that were pretty cool. But I don't know. Do you have anything else to banter? One thing about? I
1: watched this week that was really good was um, we watched Mando, and that was really it.
0: Oh yeah, we watched the new season of Mandalorian. Which episode is great one was. I, up. I've been waiting for that for like two years.
1: Yeah, you liked it. It was well. It was right. It was great because I remember the first season was like fall 2019 which was like that's that's fine that's the starting point then the second season was uh fall 2020 which is that's fine because that's like a year difference that's pretty standard right yep and then they didn't do in 2021 which i thought was weird but okay next year not wasn't last year either it's only starting now so it's been like over two years i didn't even really notice that but that is if like a while like honestly like i I, when i was watching the rewatching star wars last summer um i probably hadn't watched Mando since the first time we watched them, so I hadn't watched like the first season in like nice. a few years for the second season still holds years, up so. yeah i I really like rewatching that action this does um i think it's it's it was pretty on par like it it was really good, and I think also. More importantly, for a premiere, it sets up a lot. Yeah, it sets up Mando's like kind of seasonal journey. Right. Uh, it sets up the next thing he's doing, getting the droid part. Right.
0: Like, Looks like there's an arc in place, right? Which
1: I feel like was kind of missing from the Bad Batch premiere. Just to kind of talk Star Wars for a second, is I agree. Um, the Bad, Bad, Bad Batch, Batch, Batch premiere great. for second, the, their second season was like it was okay, but it really didn't set a lot of things in motion. No. Which I feel like the third episode where it was focusing on Crosshair and Commander Cody. That one did, because that was that was awesome. And then also for there's the whole clone defection yeah. thing and then also 70, like Bad Batch has been really um feels to, like a bunch
0: of one off episodes
1: right to borrow a quote from MJF it was, it's been really mid aside from I would say three episodes I really really enjoyed
0: three episodes and it's then like it. they want people to be able to just watch any episode and it's kind of
1: it's just like so like they're just doing contained. these pointless missions and it's just yeah. it's especially now exactly. they've taken away Echo too it's just like I don't know but uh, Mando is really good this week I haven't even like I, we're still two episodes behind on Bad Batch
0: because and that's we're not super motivated, which I, is rare for you. I'm not,
1: yeah, I'm, like... Very rare. I don't know. I think... I'm really hoping Mando delivers through the eight episodes they have, because I think that's how long the season is, usually. I'm hoping that all really delivers, because Bad Batch has been, like, pretty hit or miss. Like, I say, mostly miss with the three hits that I mentioned, and then Andor. They are kind Last of summer was incredible. Running
0: hard. the risk of, like, Marvel, you say, too. Like, just yeah. doing too much too fast. But with Star Wars, I don't
1: mind it, because I feel like we... A, it's... I feel like they're gonna... There's still less shows than Marvel. True and even though they've had a longer span and then b i think we also it's not like we're getting a bunch of movies right no at most we would get a movie every other year yeah or i guess every year with like rogue one in there but like we haven't got a movie in like over three years so at least if we have a bit of abundance of shows that's kind of all we're getting true but
0: well i guess we should end up talking about wrestling yeah go
1: back to wrestling yeah
0: let's do that uh so our first segment. Every, like every week, I'm sure you've known noticed by this time, and that is going to be talking about some of the week's wrestling news and rumors. So I don't know about you, but I would call this a pretty slow news week. I do not have... That much, yeah.
1: I found a few things, and even though, even so, like the things I found, they're were not, not big, were not thrilling to no, me,
0: not earth shattering, groundbreaking stuff. No, this I was week, trying to find something interesting to that's, me. That's, that's not our fault. Here. Oh, I went back so much further than I normally have I, to go back. Like. I did look deeper this morning. I'm just yeah. like, there's not really, there isn't there. really. So, I don't want to waste anyone's time. We got lots of no. other stuff too, but I do still have a few things and ratings. So, NXT this week averaged 550,000 viewers, which is down 5.8%. Earned a 0.13 in the key demographic, down 7.1. No comparisons are what they're up against. Just a pretty standard ratings in both of those areas down slightly. Uh, AEW Dynamite down a little more than slightly. 8.33,000 viewers this week. Uh, that's 19% down and a 0.27 in the key demo is down 22.9%. And it is the second, again, they went with second lowest total since November 16th. So it's like... okay yeah you know what i mean like why second lowest is it like we want to go back far enough but it's not the lowest so second second okay. lowest so yeah they're a significant drop because they were up over a million last week and then not so much this week what do you have um
1: so biggest WrestleMania match of all time has been confirmed like literally the biggest maybe by weight, Brock Lesnar versus weight. Omos is yeah. confirmed so yeah uh, I saw someone compare uh, Brock Lesnar's last year's mania to this year yeah uh, cuz last year he was in the biggest WrestleMania match of all time the unification match in Roman Range, and now now he's maybe got the biggest opponent of all time I guess like
0: I've heard some people speculate that this feels like Vince has some influence oh i 100%. And that this was one of his dream matches was to have this. I'm surprised Brock would
1: agree to this, though. Because I know he turned down Bray, which that's perfectly fair. But to this is your next option so you i'm take. wondering if
0: he agreed because it's going to be like he dominates in three or four minutes and just but throws the man around What
1: good does that do Omos? Oh, if this is vince and like also well what's the point this is
0: mania one of vince's core philosophies is that his fans are idiots and won't remember in two months and That's... then they just bring him back on a, actually as a monster. i'm probably gonna try to forget about this <laughs> right so it's just like oh we'll just bring him back in two months as a monster and no big deal mm-hmm I don't know. We'll see, I guess. But yeah, not a super... Not one that we were looking forward to, that's for sure. So Dave Meltzer's reporting that AEW wanted to use Vikingo as one of the participants in the face of the Revolution ladder match uh, that was on this past He's week. He's
1: still H champ, I think. Uh,
0: Sorry? Yeah, I think he very, is, yeah. yeah. So they couldn't get him, and because of that, they used Commander instead, who um, will get Which to... Which I'm probably fine with. Talking about Commander, yeah. And that... um. In addition, Meltzer said that Commander is like, quote, very much on WWE's radar. So whatever that means, right? Um, but
1: put, Take him with Dragon Lee, I guess. But, but yeah, we'll talk about our high.
0: thoughts on Commander coming up. But I've seen him a few times in GCW and you had not really seen him at all, I don't think, right? So mm-hmm. it was interesting debut for him. Mm-hmm. I only have like two more things. So Continuing you go ahead. with WrestleMania, um,
1: as it's a, a big, what's your biggest question going into Mania every year? And there's only one right answer.
0: Who's going to be in the Battle royal? no the andre the giant who, who's gonna host <laughs> wrestlemania oh yes uh, and of
1: course you want to guess who it is it's really exciting i mean it's it's not even it's not even bad it's just who cares uh
0: is it a main roster person
1: it's like yeah it's like a, it's a wrestler it's a wrestler uh la knight no that's not a bad guess right i thinking um, somebody think they... like wrestlemania is in hollywood and like think kind of host kind of vibes not the um, rock that's too no, big no 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 not like
0: not huge, but like someone who fits that kind of Hollywood, but not huge. A male, one of the male models, no, no, uh, no. who can actually speak and do stuff. I don't know. I'm out. A Miz. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, Sorry. So that's, that makes that's, total. That, sense. That's great. I guess. I don't know. Uh, who cares? Has he had much of a role lately on anything? As someone, I'm not really um, keeping up.
1: Since the Dexter Dexter Loomis thing, I haven't really seen much of him.
0: No. So yeah, that you're right. That is a perfect role for him. Yeah. I should have thought of that. Makes sense. More news from the NXT parking lot. Did you hear about this one? Is it uh, claimed? Yeah, it's claimed another victim in Wendy Chu. Yeah. And uh, Brian Alvarez is saying that this is to cover up a legitimate injury, but that it's not considered too serious. No word on what the injury specifically is, but he's reporting that she's not expected to miss too much time. So, I don't know, though. If you're not missing that much time, why do you need to even cover it up with a unless you just want to further they love to do that it's a convenient way to further the story of the who's attacking people in the parking lot I guess yeah, but yeah.
1: I don't know, that's it's like um they did that for Alistair Black, but it's not like they just did this with Nikita, right? So it's just kinda like
0: Yes, I'd be fine if they use this as an opportunity to repackage her, like have her gone for a little bit at least and then bring her Dion back has something. Yeah, she's dealt with some stuff in this company. <laughs> I kind of forgot about that one.
1: Oh, I forgot about that.
0: You went from like an undead how many years old? like a thousand like, year old oh yes yeah, so it wasn't like a thousand year old soulless being or something to like somebody obsessed with napping and wrestling in pajamas Maybe she's soulless too she's so, just sleeping so much maybe she'll come back as something different so mm-hmm. hopefully whatever's wrong with her it heals quickly
1: mm-hmm. uh i thought i saw was like shoulder or something but um so I th- speaking of injuries i think rousey's got like some sort of little injury but it's not gonna affect her mania uh, and report of mania plans for her are for her and Baszler to get a tag title run post mania, so maybe they'll win the titles then. Yay. Um, Becky and Lita just won them.
0: Oh, they did. I knew they were having that match. But... So
1: Lita's a champion. Uh, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. No. Yeah. They love um, to reach yeah. into the past yeah. like that. Um. So this is great. Uh, why? Why can't Baszler do something good? She never will. You can.
0: Oh, you're keeping hope alive, it's, but
1: it's pretty dead in the water. She's now. been wasted. It's stupid too because they started so promising. Okay. Okay, well, they started really promising, then she was a vampire, but then right. they they kind of circled back around to good with the Illumination Chamber dominance, and then Love they that. squandered it at Pandemic Mania, and then it never, ever recovered, and she teamed with Nia Jax, which just sent her into the pits
0: for... Well, without saying too much, if we do the bonus episode we were discussing, I imagine she might show up on that <laughs> that podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my final one, and I don't think it's anything we're gonna be upset about, it's Vicky Guerrero is Oh set, no, is set to leave AEW. But who's gonna manage the vicious fixins? According to a fightful select report, she and the company have mutually decided not to renew her contract when it expires this July. And, she does so much. And she's doing the classic, like I'm heading on a new journey and I'm gonna bet on myself and et cetera. With et cetera. What? Um I don't know what could she what do. What did she do? Back to general, back to WWE with. Gonna, she's going to like
1: get involved with the Dominic. Dom, Dominic and Ray. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Like uh, something stupid it like could that. could be.
0: And that's all I have for quote unquote news this week. There wasn't much. <laughs> Vicky Guerrero's leaving AEW. Yeah. Moment, uh, moment of silence or something. Exactly. Like, okay. What will Nyla Rose do? Hopefully what will Nyla Rose do? More Ste- steal a different belt. Steal the, the main belt this time. They should be using her, man. I don't know. Yeah. No, she's, she's one of the better ones. A believable monster heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. they need, And she can talk. She doesn't need Vicky. Anyway. It's Anyways. better than what they're doing right now. I agree. I digress. Why didn't she ever face, like, Tony
1: Storm or something? That would have been cool.
0: Yeah. I don't know why they're not using... I don't know where Deeb is. I don't know where Nyla Rose is. There's a few. I don't know where, are- where Marina Shafir is. No, yeah. I don't know where Abaddon is. Missing in action. Where's
1: Bunny... Actually, no. She had that epic eliminator That's right. Against Tater, so I take it back. Epic. Um. So Lashley versus Wyatt is seemingly confirmed for uh, Mania on last night's SmackDown. Howdy attacked Lashley, Gross. But then he got the upper hand, and Howdy disappeared. Uh, which like R.I.P. I, Lashley's I don't know career. About this. Yeah, like the career. It's so coming. weird too, cause where is this coming from? Like, I understand he wanted to face the winner of Lashley and Lesnar, but A, why,
0: and B, if you're creative why like i don't get it. it maybe it almost feels like the p- initial plan was he faced lesnar and lesnar's like don't want to i'm not doing it <laughs> i don't even know if that makes know. sense because i know this they have history B. but like i
1: don't know why this is the yeah. direction
0: this like just feels so out of the blue for me and not a couple storylines are very sudden to get to wrestlemania right yeah the, omos and this as well Ray's current thing is like don't.
1: Um, it's i don't get it
0: yeah like, I, I haven't seen
1: much of it not everything he's done has been a hit but like i feel like when there was a genuine point to it i like it like i love the fiend and the fun house like that that felt like there was layers to that and like it actually made sense to me right like i don't know what he is right now uh, yes. i don't like I um, don't. he was kind of healed sometimes and he's he's a face now he's now with uncle howdy is he like is he still supernatural he's like psychotic or something like right I still don't understand the pitch black match. Like, I feel like no, with the, me either. I feel like with the fiend, at some points there was like, I don't know, I don't know if it was like a method to the madness, but there was like at least like a point to it. Yeah, like, you could kind of see the gimmick, like what the get. You knew what it was, right? And you like, wanted to pay attention at least. Yeah, this yeah, I, I don't f- feel like, and no, that for you cause... to be
0: there is because you love the fiend.
1: Right, and that that made sense to me, even when it was stupid. You still understand what the gimmick mm-hmm. was, right? Like, I mean, maybe not when he got burned, but like before <laughs> all that. But <laughs> before that, because like this just doesn't make sense to me. And to face Lashley, like, say so like that's kind of a dead end for Lashley and for Bray. Like, you need a better opponent for him if you want this shtick to work. Or I feel like Ali Knight was okay, at least,
0: right? Classic uh, WrestleMania fashion. There's a there's a couple matches I'm really not interested. Oh, in I don't get or this in, at sorry. all. Like, <clears throat> and. And when yeah. they do two nights, that's what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Gonna... Although
1: Triple H apparently wants a smaller card, which I would like. Me too. But like, I don't know, because I'm just hoping it's it's better than last year. Well, last we just talked about horrible. two matches I have no interest in. I'm sure there'll be more as mm-hmm. well. Speaking of matches, you'll probably have no interest in. Uh, <laughs> Goldberg says WWE owes him a yeah, retirement I saw match. That. So nope, no one owes you we're anything. We're not done. I don't know. I don't think so. I think... You can just be gone. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, he you almost know. killed The Undertaker. Right. And then what was the last thing? Oh, yeah. He had, like, a... Didn't he have, like, a crap match with Roman last year that I didn't watch?
0: I just heard, like, sounds, that it was really slow and like bad. A it was at a Saudi chamber. Yeah. He of course, it was in Saudi. <laughs> just, just go away. We don't need any more of you, right? Like,
1: it's, it's over. It, it can be over, at least. Even, like, his whole shtick when he came back with, like, Lesnar, that worked the first few times, that worked when he faced Ziggler that's i heard that's what happened at the saudi chamber match last year and that it doesn't really work anymore because he's not it's not that explosive anymore it's not that no. surprising anymore no it's the same kind of sprint every time and it's like and now he's running the risk of being like dangerous as you saw with the taker thing and that was three years ago so Some would suggest knows, he's always been
0: dangerous right i but, think bret hart, would Brett be one hart of those, right
1: yeah. but like and yeah and now it's worse now that was all that was still three years ago so who knows what's happening now and i honestly don't know what who you're putting him with? That's like actually interesting because there's not really anything. where you, you want to run back Lesnar again? And oh, Goldberg faces Omos next. Does and feeling entitled to it too, no. right? No, is that's yeah, that's stupid. Next too, level. I don't think like you can just retire and like I don't. know If he hasn't gone in the Hall of Fame already, I feel like he has. Then yeah, he has, yeah, I don't know. So I think he has, and then just like you can just kind of go away. Then like I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get it. I it agree. Doesn't make sense to me.
0: I am tapped out. That is it as well. All right, so let's move into and. More than likely, very in depth review of our favorite show every week, and that is looking at this week's AEW Dynamite. I will eat strawberries while you, sorry, raspberries while you talk about dynamite. Sound mm-hmm. good? Maybe. Mm. Delicious raspberries lately. That's why I've been eating a ton of them, the Driscoll ones. Yeah, You would know you are my inside guy in the world of produce, right? Yeah, but didn't you get this from Walmart? I don't know. Or did they just use Walmart bags? Cause yeah, probably. It's. I
1: thought that's why I thought they went to Walmart, but then they were talking about like and I was like, when did just you, did you go to and... too? No, because yeah, we have like a bunch of the reusable bags right. I, that I've accumulated. So you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, those are the, I think what, you got the 12 ounce ones,
0: I think. So it's the double pack. Right? That's correct, because they are awesome right now. This is good wrestling talk. Yeah, raspberries.
1: Yeah, and then there's the small ones too.
0: Speaking of raspberries, Orange Cassidy. Speaking of fruit,
1: there you go. Yeah, All right, okay, sorry. we fixed it. There <laughs> we go. Oh, uh, yeah. So Orange Cassidy versus who? Who was he facing? You care to enlighten me? Large William, I believe. <laughs> Big Bill. <laughs> that's the only time I'll refer to him as Big Bill because that's just ridiculous. Um, another Atlantic title match to kick off the show. Mm-hmm. In lieu of last week's
0: also the, a match with, for the title. Of different caliber, I would suggest. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, I mean, I thought this was still, like, I mean, I'll get into it later. Yeah. But considering who we had here. Yep. um, Solid stuff. Uh, So, Morrissey fall. blocks uh, the tilt to world DT attempt, and he hits, like, a big sidewalk slam where he, like, lifts him up and real high because he's a real tall dude. He does
0: put a little extra
1: stink yeah. on it. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Um. Like, because he's like, Cassie's under his armpit. Maybe I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> um, big boot from Morrissey knocks Cassie off the apron. Uh, timekeeper stable.
0: They move to ringside, and then Cassie tries to dive on Morrissey. Foolish move. Did you notice like somebody working at the table was going to help him carry it over, and then who was it that came? Was it Nana? Is that a Hathaway? person? By way hathaway like nana the firm factory (laughs) embassy i get them all confused i have no idea who's in which faction okay or and what's the other one now Um, um The Varsity whatever. Varsity athletes those with, uh, four, Sterling. Those four are honestly... Oh, they're com- so low card now. I hate to say that because yeah, I love Ethan Page. But... And they all have like a mouthpiece that I like. And they're all I just interchangeable you pieces. Too,
1: with non on Halfway because they're both like black with beards. And I don't think either of them have hair. So... Well, I'd
0: lump Sterling in with all of them. It's like that interchangeable heel yeah mouthpiece that i like yeah. but with all <laughs> mid carders so i get i don't have yeah. any clue who's you know in you what? have guys like
1: ethan page and right tony like. and brian cage in there like it's just like yeah. maybe not tony knees but they're like, all the same to me yeah um so yeah then um uh, morrissey slams him through the table i swear the one week they billed him as big bill morrissey i ha- think they did him. the first time <laughs> and then shortened it down i don't even think it was the first time i think it was just randomly like in the middle and it was oh. like it was like it wasn't like Perro Pelo where like the, it was like Perro Pelo then Preston Vance. Now it's Perro Pelo Preston Vance. Like mm-hmm. um, when they came into the Casino uh, Royale um, later on the show, it was like El Toro Blanco and Perro Pelo yep. which makes me chuckle every time. <laughs> it does. It's, it's the funniest name ever. Um, Stalling suplex from Morrissey. Uh, then Cassie Suicide dives on a and Hathaway, and then Morrissey catches him when he goes for it again. Tries to choke him, but Cassie gets out the forearm and takes it at the knee with another forearm. Then basement drop kicks him into the stairs. Stun dog millionaire, my favorite move ever. And then uh in a bit we get the finish with uh Cassie hitting an orange punch from the top rope mm-hmm. or the win. A the, Takes a
0: super finisher to knock out Big Bill.
1: like the Judas effect from the top rope against Huey. Exactly. That extra gravitational pull yeah he's he's coming down with like extra snap yeah exactly Uh, i thought it was a
0: fine opener but nothing special really it's pretty much what you're gonna get from big bill right plotting offense with some decent looking power stuff the sidewalk slam his boots always look good uh it's not one of cassidy's more memorable matches because i do like a lot of his matches um i don't think it's his fault bill's like a fine big man right i'm just traditional big men are not my favorite type of wrestler I don't mind if you have a couple mixed in with your roster but so yeah I mean a decent enough opener not a top caliber Mm -hmm. dynamite opener
1: um yeah I thought it was um solid like not as good as last week of course but considering it was Morrissey um I thought it was pretty decent like um Cassie didn't get a lot in the early going but then it uh ends up being a solid showing for Morrissey I thought he got some solid big man stuff you did table chokes Sam was a cool spot uh the finish sequence yes. was all right too solid all in all um I do like that Cassie defends the title a good amount I just wish his defenses had some a little more something to them like yeah when Darby defends the title I really enjoy it Me when too. Darby's like defending it every week I really enjoy it like I think you should have Cassie face guys like Yuta or guys like uh Murphy not doesn't have to exactly be Murphy, because he's occupied, but, like, the Derby match with Murphy, I really got into, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, I, I wish he'd have something like that, but, um, considering who was involved in this, I thought it was pretty solid one of Morrissey's better outings, I think. Yep. Uh, next we got Moxley promo in the, sta- in a staircase, uh, post main event last so week. So, bl- bloody as heck, as so, always. So, so, so bloody. Yep. Um, he says he can taste it, probably blood, uh, tastes like victory and he says this isn't something to aspire to, but he lives for this, and he isn't a guy you want to go into a dark alley with um, when only one person comes out, and he asks Hangman who he thinks will come out, and Hangman asked for this, and he tried to leave it alone. He says he beat Hangman and sent him to the hospital, or sent him home to the hospital. (laughs) Right. Uh, (laughs) Home to the hospital. And then he came back and beat Mox, then Mox beat him again, and he may be a man, but he's not the same animal as Mox, and there's only one animal like him in AEW, and you'll see him in Texas death.
0: Yeah, like a a good passionate just sort of recap of how we got to this point i don't think it really offered anything new and mox being bloody is kind of happening so often that it's not that meaningful anymore you know what i mean it's just like oh mox is bloody it doesn't really add anything anymore, although it but did look pretty uh wild in this one where he was his like whole eye is just yeah like his in,
1: one eye is just like absent
0: but obviously good passion from mox and a good delivery just not, nothing new other than just recapping the feud i guess in mm-hmm. an interesting way
1: um. Yeah. Uh. I thought it. He looked insane. With, like the but like his his one eye is like barely visible. Right. Mm-hmm. So it looked it looked pretty insane. Like it was like it reminded me of the head on the figure I got. Uh. I liked it a lot though. The delivery was really uh well done. Uh. I thought it was a great little bit. Um, yep. It was pretty quick. But it was a it was a really good mox from I thought. Uh. Next we get the elite making their entrance, but then the lights go out. Right as they're for doing quite a while taunt thing, and then the house of black appear behind them. Uh. Then the lights go out. The house beat them down then the lights come back on and we see them with the belts and the lights go out again, they disappear, boom, done.
0: Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. This feels kind of lazy to me. I don't know. I want to, like, I like both groups, but I don't know. This didn't do a lot for me. The whole lights out thing they've done, I mean, they've taken a break from it. For a while, they seem to be doing it quite a bit. So, yeah, it was a thing. And I guess you don't want them talking a ton, they say a little bit later on. But, like, it's not, when you think about some of the previous builds in this company, company for stuff this is not exactly
1: no it's not ambitious uh,
0: <laughs> not thrilled with another belt theft but uh, true that as well although they okay. end up laying them down later right
1: which i don't know if it's better or worse right um and then next we get oddly enough the face of the revolution ladder match on dynamite for the sonic ring i kind of wish this was on the pay-per-view it would make it the card it would probably give them more time then also that's a little more intrigue for me. I would say it was even worthy based out of what we got here, to oh, be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. I would like this and then some, you know. Yep. Um, so it's Commander versus Kenoske Takenta.
0: <laughs> That's yeah. Unfortunately <laughs> that was how Bobby Cruz, right, is yeah. on ROH introduced. So somebody somebody <laughs> to best ke- be fixing that. Takeshta you know? for his first ever ROH appearance. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh versus Kanosuke Takeshta versus Sammy Guevara versus Powerhouse Hobbs versus Eddie Kingston, not really versus AR Fox versus Ortiz, not really versus a- I
0: thought that was an odd choice, but yeah, you'll, we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: so basically like early in the going, there's some dives from a few guys from
0: Ortiz and Eddie are brawling around the outside, and they get, I guess they brawled back, and I never heard from again. And I honestly forgot by the end, because it is a very engaging match, that they were even involved at all, oh, yeah. to be honest. they could have just not been. Right.
1: Or like, you got have them brawl before, so at least we don't like... Think they're in the match. I like, guess at the care. end of
0: the day, it furthers their feud and it clears out a couple people so there's more room for these guys but, like, to work. It's still kind of weird. Yeah, I thought so too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hobbs
1: power slams and Dread into a ladder propped in the corner. Um, then he misses a corner splash onto the ladder in the corner. Then um, Takeshi hit a nice germ suplex, kind of a high land. Uh, Commander rope walks from like he was, he, he walked from like, like one side one of the one ring entire to another. Side. Yeah. Just walked in t- uh, tight rope walking an entire side of the ring and then. Uh, to the other end and hits like the springboard, you know, the spaceman punch, uh, Fosbury flop thing. He's crazy on up, up the pile of people on the outside. Uh, Hobbs hits AR Fox with a DUD onto a ladder bridge at ringside, uh, that was position- positioned on the apron, but uh, between the apron and the ladder.
0: Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. A lot of craziness.
1: Uh, Guevara tries to grab the ring, but Andretti gets up, hits him with a Falcon Arrow from the top onto a ladder bridge that they have in the <laughs> ring. The landing was rough, like it, it, looked, was. Kind of, it looked kind of gnarly, not it did. like
0: the intended way. No. Uh, his legs kind of got stuck in the ladder. I was, was like, worried, like that. Yeah, it looked. I think we watched it twice because I wasn't. Now, I was like, well, now that I know what happened, I want to watch it again. The shock is yeah. out of there, right? Um, then Commander hits a
1: rope walk into a shooting star press on Air Fox, who was lying on that ladder bridge on the outside. Nailed still, it. Too. So that was awesome. Uh. Then Commander takes a Blue Thunder Bomb off of the ladder bridge in the ring from Takesha, which was just insane. Looked great. Um. Dan Garcia interferes, and he and Kevarset, um, set Andretti up on a small ladder that they bridge. On two-seated chairs, and Guevara has a swanton off ladder, um, off the big ladder through the l- small ladder, and Andretti, yeah, which is pretty nice. I love when it breaks nice like that. It, yeah, he hit super solid too. Mm, uh, Takeshi hits a nice pump knee to Guevara, and he makes the climb for the ring. But Hobbs like just runs in a ladder, just tackles it over full tilt, and even like kind of it warps a bit. You yeah, you it took tell, three right? refs to hold it down yeah, after the finish. I thought I saw people complaining about <laughs> that, don't... which no, I. To- I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. They did that when Guevara did that insane cutter spot. Right. Like, that totally makes sense to me. So, especially with the, how bad the ladder was, like, that totally makes it sense. It was to twisted, me. yeah. yeah. Uh, then Hobbs climbs up and he's on top of the ladder and he grabs the ring to get the win. Then there's some nonsense him staring down Joe. Then Wardlow comes out. Wardlow beat up security. That's not really important.
0: The, the visual of Hobbs on top of the ladder was super cool, other than the giant Sonic ring. I really feel like they need to find something else. I don't
1: know why that's the thing, and I don't know what else you would use. It's comically it, it really large, even it if
0: it was a smaller brass ring. like If that's what they're going for, I think, right? Is that yeah. you're grabbing the brass ring, because that's yeah, yeah. a WWE phrase. Well, it's a general phrase, but they've used it specifically there. And I thought, what a cool, because it's this giant guy standing on the very, very top, the part you're not supposed to stand on if you've ever used a ladder. Like fully outstretched, but then he's holding like a comically oversized Sonic ring. So I, I, anyways. I like the poker chip better because at least me you, too. the idea on there is end. better, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a lot better. I but <clears throat> excuse me. Regardless, like I was thoroughly entertained by this. It was a absolute car crash with like. A ton of memorable spots and a winner I was hoping for, right? If it couldn't be Takeshta, I wanted yeah, it to so be Yeah, this was my
1: next best option. And opinion. I thought
0: Hobbs looked like a beast, especially early on in this. A- AR Fox was there to take a bunch of yeah, damage. Yeah, he didn't really do anything other he just than took, get hit. He just took a bunch of stuff. Sammy did his usual stuff. Commander, I thought, had a great showing. As oh, someone, yeah. You hadn't seen him, so you're into Commander, right? Just yeah. the the high flying and the amount that he can run across the ropes is pretty cool. So he looked great. Takeshta looked great, hitting a couple huge things as well. But just like never a dull moment in this. And like other than the two guys sort of walking out of here. But again, I guess at the end of the day, I didn't miss them. I don't know
1: how much they would have done here. Right. They had so
0: and and basically a really good hometown win, which is a non WWE thing to do for Hobbs. <laughs> right. Because he's a Bay Area guy. I think they were in San Francisco. I think that's. A, yeah. And so he uh the crowd was behind him. So a great moment for him. And um super entertaining. Pretty easily my match of the night on this mm-hmm. show. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was epic. I think we should've started the show hot with this. I think this was yeah, a, that come, would have been a awesome. much better way to start the show cuz it was insane. Uh car crash match for sure like you said. Um but it was super fun to watch. It was a great TV ladder match. Other than like the those two yeah kind of brawling away, I think everyone played their part here and had some time to shine. Unless you were Air Fox and your time was getting beat by other guys, but still that was entertaining. Uh, it was all entertaining to say the least. Andretti spot may have not gone right, but it's still cool. And the idea was definitely there, right? Yep. Uh, Gavard did some cool stuff, and then the typical big fat dive that he'll never not do. Uh, Commander uncorked some crazy stuff. Then he took the insane blue thunder bomb from Takeshita as well, who hit some other good moves. And Hobbs had some sweet power stuff. Of course, he got the win here as well. Um, I'm disappointed a lot that they didn't give it to Takeshita because I thought that made all the sense in the world. But I think Hobbs is. Definitely the next best option. At least, like it's not someone else. Like I could see the reason in giving it to Hobbs if it's not Takeshita, so that's okay. Yeah, I think. Um, with this finish of the match, maybe if if Hobbs beats Joe, then Takeshita could beat Hobbs because Takeshita was kind of distraught after this. So I feel like maybe then yeah he'll come calling for Hobbs if Hobbs is champion eventually. I'm um, just the same though. would have ma- would have made sense for Takesha with this recent push, but nonetheless, I'm really happy for Hobbs. I think he definitely deserves it too. Yeah, I like uh, him super, a lot. Super fun match, and hopefully this is like him kind of getting back on the radar. So that's really cool because Starks has been at least doing stuff. Yes, he has. <laughs> yeah. Um. Next, we get a best friends medical update. Um. So best friends because of the attack by who attacked them? Don't tell me. I don't know. Who attack- Firm
0: see i I, there's no way i'm gonna get it right firm factory we need to combine find a name we'll have to come up with a name to smash them all together
1: what's like a com what's the combination like a firm in a factory so it's
0: firm for me it's firm factory embassy embassy and varsity athletes so so it's like we'll have to figure that out varsity
1: firm in a factory i don't know how you I don't know. You I have to, to come up with an acronym or something. Oh. We'll do that off air. <laughs> an acronym for that. Okay. <laughs> um. So they're not able to compete in the casino tag team royal. So world-renowned tag team Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy are taking their place. Uh, Renee asks Cassidy about this damage he already took tonight. He says he doesn't care. Oh, so this is fine, but um, maybe one of the best friends is really her, because I don't know why you would do this if they're not. It's not the combination I want no. from that group, um, for Cassidy sure. Cassidy and Danhausen aren't a real team, let alone a title-winning one. Then again, neither were Jared and Lethal, yet here we are. Wait,
0: that may jinx it. And Cassidy already wrestled tonight, yeah. and my fear is we're going to get too much comedy, which, I, to be fair, I don't think is what happened. But, uh, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of this. Not the presentation, just because I'm like, oh, I would way rather it's Trent and um, chuck taylor than these two but that's me personally
1: no it's because they're a tag team right the, 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 and i just, just the, rather watch them
0: and i don't dan think Housen. dan
1: Housen really needs to be in a title capacity other than like when he was challenging starks for the ftw so right. that's fine because that's not a real title
0: and you can have dan Housen at ringside doing his shenanigans anyways he doesn't really have them not like, that he's bad in ring he just but he doesn't need to be there he for doesn't me. need to be in the match i agree
1: like and if he was they shouldn't have won oops spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> um next we get pretty peter avalon versus not slightly less pretty chris jericho or slightly more pretty depending on who you are i guess yeah um some notables there's a pump kick from avalon for two uh barrage of corner strikes from avalon some shoulder blocks diving cross by from avalon for two then a swingy dt gets another two then he's kind of like playing in the crowd and then he gets hit it with a code breaker boom, boom done win um, Jericho grabs a baseball bat Levels Avalon with a bat shot Then hits him with a more Until Starks runs out for the save Jericho te- grabs a mic Tells the fans to shut up Says he'll beat the hell of Starks At Revolution 101 He says just because Jazz aren't at ringside on Sunday Doesn't mean they aren't tonight Ooh And then he gets attacked by Garcia and Hager Second Garcia appearance of the night um, Correct me
0: if I'm wrong There's a lot of post-match beatdowns tonight
1: Maybe I think again That might be right Yeah uh, Eventually like Hager has a slam He always does Starks it's a rock Or sorry not Starks. Garcia hits a rock bottom. Second time he's done that on the yep. show. I don't know why. Neither. Sports entertainment, I guess.
0: Is it because he's doing it to Starks, and Starks is compared to The Rock all the time?
1: I feel like maybe it's a bit of that, and then also Rock's like
0: super sports entertainment. True. So it's like, yeah, that's fair. Know. Yep.
1: Uh, and then Jericho hits Starks with a juice effect, I think, also with the bat. I don't know how that works. Don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought like Avalon looked quick and aggressive, right? And he dominated most of the match, which is cool, because I've been watching him since indie stuff, but not sure what the point of the match was is it that like jericho's lost a step and gets dominated by enhancement talent but then he can hit one good move and end it like i don't really know what story they're trying to tell here and then just for me too long of a generic beatdown afterward that kind of makes Starks look stupid right for coming out on his own mm-hmm. and just walking into a trap a week after he was so easily the one out. I guess Andretti's Jericho. just got taken out
1: in the ladder match like because then who else does he have as an, al- as an I guess. ally right. Like, But
0: like he was so smart last week and like winking at us that he basically yeah. got the match when Jericho we wanted and now he's dumb enough to do this but I guess smart baby faces are hard to come by sometimes
1: completely smart baby faces right
0: consistently smart baby Mm -hmm.
1: faces. (laughs) always smart baby faces uh this was fine it was pretty quick but avalon looked solid i guess and what he got was really just a short burst before jericho put it away fast i don't really get much of a point here me either um gotta get jazz on tv though gotta multiple times right uh the post match stuff was fine jericho didn't have much to say then the beatdown was standard nothing amazing here it wasn't a huge waste of time so i
0: guess it's inoffensive enough you know what I've learned the drinking game is for this show when I listen mm. back and I can't stop myself? Every time I say, right, take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> not that you should ever drink to excess, you, people. I'm you, joking. You're going to get wasted. By I've it like noticed that. it's one of my, I don't know, pat things I say, and I can't stop. So now you know. You're never going to be able to unhear it, everybody.
1: <laughs>
0: I'll try <laughs> it's not it's to. The,
1: it's the one episode of How I Met Your Mother where there's, you're pointing and stuff and then the glass shatters. Exactly. And then she's like, mm. um, Next, we're going to Hangman Page promo. Uh, he says that this match is all they has left to lose. He says he beat Moxley beat Uno within an inch of his life last week. Certainly looked like it. Um, yeah, he did. He was <laughs> dripping blood. I yeah. Know. Uh, Page said Moxley uh can't take his heart because he wouldn't. He couldn't carry it. Uh, he talked about how he was going to take Moxley's spot at the top of the food chain. He claimed he didn't enjoy violence. He hated it to its core. But he said he'll be the uh, bloodthirsty. Cause that's what he has to do. He says in Texas death you either live or you die, and he ain't dead yet. Well, because you're not in Texas Death yet. Correct. Um, and Hangman said that after Sunday, Mox, will never be the
0: same. Well, if he bleeds, he'll be the same. Another like, good, intense response to Mox is the part about never been a fan of violence. You chose a career in professional wrestling, so there's a bit of a disconnect there. But like, I don't think it really added a whole lot. He did a fine job, but like, I'm pretty much ready for this match. So I guess it's just him getting a response to Mox, so that's fine. I had no issue with it, really. Just didn't love it either. You? Um. Yeah, I I liked it. Um, I agree. The the, the that bit's a little
1: weird. With like, I've never been a fan violence, of violence, but um, I do like him coming out like that because he kind of like he doesn't want to be like mox but he kind of has to be violent like that to come out on top here. Yes, and end this strong. So he's gonna have to be different. And like, I agree that it doesn't. It only works to a degree here. But I think that it, Other than that, this whole thing works because of how his character is. Like, it's pretty in line with Hangman. So I think like the wishy-washy logic there aside like i think it generally works and like he he doesn't like it like blackpool does you know? yeah because we like, always say all
0: over it he's the little more thoughtful wrestler right so right. That, yeah he he's kind of embracing he maybe he doesn't hate it completely but, but he, he's not all in like blackpool right is. so he he's embracing it to sort of because it's the only chance he has to beat moxie right. is to to sink to his level yeah
1: makes sense right no, you're
0: doing it. It's <laughs> contagious, everybody.
1: It's like yawning. Um next we get a Christian cage interview in the ring. We do. Uh Christian Cage is with Renee. Uh he says he thought he was done with Jungle Boy. He said that Jungle Boy claimed None of he us was did. gonna win a singles title. No, I, I <laughs> we, knew. I, I, we I all may, knew. I may have forgotten, but we I I knew, knew, okay. We always knew he was circling back to this. Of course. Uh he's he's talked about how Jungle Boy said he's gonna win a singles title. This year, he said <laughs> over his dead body, "Cause Christian's gonna win a championship." So he made me laugh twice. <laughs> <laughs> Unintentionally, um, <laughs> I think the first one. I, I mean, the 50-50. First one, the one, 50-50, yeah. 50 Yeah, um, the fans are booing and cheering loudly. And he talked about how Jack hesitated to give him the concerto, and he took him. He took advantage and he smashed his head repeatedly, and he left him in his own blood and piss. I don't know how piss factors into this, but like, you do you. That's ju- that's a severe beating, <laughs> right there. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kirsten claimed that Jack, uh, just wants to show mommy, his sister, and his friends that he can win a championship. That's kind of funny. Uh, Kirsten said that his problem with Jack's generation is that he, he treats his business like a video game. He said he is one of one, eh. while well, saying he treats, uh, this business like an ATM machine and he's not done milking it dry, which I, I like that line. That was pretty good. Um, Kirsten challenged Jungle Boy for Revolution. He said, uh, no rules, no regulations, just a fight, so, uh, no holds barred. Not anymore. No. Uh, Christian said, "If you show up, you're just your father's son." Whoa, logic. controversial <laughs> statement. All right, that is whew, that, that's a controversial statement right there. I think this is going to get them kicked you off. You are network. your father's son. No, no, <laughs> that's not that's not no. possible. And uh, just like your father, uh, you just have the good looks so and you don't have what it takes. Uh, Christian claimed that Jack didn't have an ounce of what Christian has inside. Christian's probably also his father's son.
0: I don't not, not to get too crazy. I mean, speculation would say <laughs> yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um so Christian's kind of doing the like angry old man veteran thing here, which is fine, but I liked some things and I didn't like other things because he starts calling Jungle Boy out for stuff that I'm not aware is a thing, like you want to just go home and brag to your family has Jungle Boy ever talked about his mom and his sister a lot.
1: well christian always brings it in. also
0: he was something about like you're just looking for likes on social media that's nothing that i've seen jungle boy established for also you're treat re- treating wrestling like a video game i'm not sure is that in reference to his style like i don't he, i don't know so he's c- criticizing him for like three or four things that i don't feel like are in baked into jungle boy's character unless it's internet stuff that i'm not seeing but yeah like christian had some funny parts here too so I just prefer my heels have logic at least for themselves, and I think it was. I also thought he got tongue tied a couple times. Wasn't one quite... at least. Remember we were loving and we didn't want to when he was super mean and just coming oh, out. I love when he was like, just like
1: going at so it. So to me, hardcore. this is
0: far short of that because he won us over with he was just like oh, a I, prick I, to I everybody. Love that. That was and we were the entertained. Stuff. So this is way short of that, but I get what he's doing. And I'm also some really hoping okay. he
1: gets Luchasaurus back. I hope they figure out whatever's going on with that because I, yeah. I want him to have his his right hand of destruction.
0: Right. Okay, yeah, I just um, did disconnect on a few of those things. Like, really? When? What? When? What do you talk like? How has Jungle Boy demonstrated that at all? But other than that, fine. I don't know. It's weird.
1: Um. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention they uh, the lights went on. Like, there's a the whole thing on the Tron with Jack Barry with a grave, and he's gonna bury Christian oh, or whatever. Yes. Ah, uh, so the match was
0: no holds barred, but now it's the last burial, which is specifically what casket? Just throw him in a grave and throw dirt on him, probably. I'm going buried alive Cinematch? match. I'm going.
1: I'm just I'm predicting a good old fashioned buried alive match because yeah. I think WWE did a Santa match because, a, well for a few reasons, cause pandemic, cause Taker sure. old, and cause they didn't want to do an outright buried alive match because WWE's all, <laughs> uh, and I don't think I think AEW would be fine with just doing a buried alive match, which I feel like that's the only... I mean you could do the the weird way they did the uh, the buried alive match in the. WWE games in like the late 2000s, like the one I have, the SmackDown vs Raw 2008, uh, which came out in 2007. Uh, the buried live matches, like you just put them in a casket, and the mm-hmm. casket gets buried, so they could do that. But and I was, I'd hope they just do a buried
0: live. To match. be honest, I don't know about you, the stipulations adding a little interest because I'm not super excited for this angle to come back around, but at least there'll probably be something crazy in this yeah, kind of match. Yeah, that and I feel like we need the definitive end because the, that's ma- the really quick match we got all
1: out was a, a, a circumstance because of his injury. Right. So And then we got the, the Luchasaurus. Honestly, the Luchasaurus thing was better.
0: Yeah. He's gone, though. Another guy <laughs> that's disappeared.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, because he was kind of cool. He was. Um. I thought Christian's promo was solid. Not quite as entertaining as OG Hill Christian, but um, no. a couple lines amused me still. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh yeah, uh it fell a little flat at the end. Uh there wasn't much to it and like some of the bits were weird and then Jungle Boy spin on the tron was fine. Um I wrote this when I didn't know about the news. <laughs> thankfully this is just gonna be No Bard and not buried alive. Nope. Uh,
0: Revise those. Yeah, I, I really notes. gotta watch my words. Yep.
1: Uh next we get Hook it's versus Matt Hardy for the FTW title.
0: Wasn't there some sort of tiny little baker and hater thing? And I wrote it happened. It was fine, Maybe, I guess. Yeah, I
1: don't know. I didn't even if I if that's true then
0: couldn't have been much if you wrote it happened and I didn't even know that it happened. It's just because I'm so out on this whole. I hate it so double much. turn and us versus them and what will Ruby so do? Okay, I don't do.
1: hate it, but like I just I don't. It feels. I don't wanna.
0: I'll say it again later, probably. It feels lazy to me. It is. Anyway, sorry. I'm yes, sorry. Hardy and Hook. And when every time I hear the Hardy theme, it gets me, and I'm like, what? Jeff's? No, no, never mind. I <laughs> I just associate that theme with him much more. I or like I don't know why more so because like. Well, because
1: he used it solo for a while when yeah. Matt was doing the woke and stuff, Jeff still uses this. But not even that. It's like I associate it with both of them at the very least. Like yeah. it's I, I would associate with Jeff no matter what. but like at least I associate with like if if it's Matt, Jeff's following him. I just, I, just like, I, Jeff, I get startled every time.
0: I picture him dancing, doing his dance stuff. This, I know. Every I, like, time I get freaked
1: out every yeah. time, I'm just like. But it's just yeah. Matt. Because like I mean, at least in the last two K. Cause, uh Jeff was still on that I guess before he left. Yeah. Uh he's got the no more words which is a lot better.
0: And this involves the firm. I've got it straightened out in my notes. It's the firm. Got it. Not the factory, not anything else. It's the firm.
1: I forgot how um I forgot how lame this whole thing is. Or, uh, no, a private party that's what I meant. Yeah. They're just like so lame in this. They don't do anything anymore. And They're I would prefer cool.
0: watching them wrestle to many of the Teams that are in the four way, mm-hmm. right? And they're doing absolutely nothing.
1: I know they should be like, I'm, I wish when they were like full baby faces because ever since they turned heel, they've just been kind of this like, they've just done nothing. Give Jeff Jarrett's time to someone like them. why yeah, why is Jeff Jarrett in a tag title match this year?
0: And this year being 2023, by the
1: 2023. way, 2023, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, over like, I mean, depending on the dates, over. Two decades since he started his company in 2002, even longer since he was like chances with Owen Hart. Like, mm-hmm. but we digress. Yeah, uh, uh, what the hell? Um, so Hardy is taunting, he's doing the delete thing. The hook catches him in a knee bar, gets a rope break quick. T bone suplex from hook, corner body blows, side effect for two from Hardy. Hathaway h- hits hook with a cash on the takes it off. Oh my god, he was fine the whole time. Uh, Hardy covers Crazy. him for two. Uh, Hardy goes to a twist of fate. Hook counters in a red rum. Immediate tap out. Em- like, immediate, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So it was okay. It was about what I would have expected. It was fairly short. Hook hit his usual stuff and looked good. Hardy got a bit in. Nothing mind-blowing. It was okay. Uh, Hook with a predictable <laughs> win. I guess he gets to face Hathaway now. Super enticing. I want better for Ethan Page.
0: I thought Hathaway did a good job selling like when he like, was oh, sitting against that. the yeah, barricade and realizing he's gonna have to face Hook. He sold that well. But yeah, like, my note is fine, kind of pointless midcard stuff. I can't imagine too many people care. Like, the firm don't really offer much, and I feel bad because I like Page a lot and Hathaway a lot. I think they deserve better than this, but and I kind of like, don't you feel like AEW's kind of painted themselves into a corner with Hook, too? Like, He can't really lose yet, but he also can't really beat anyone super important, right? So he's kind of stuck He's not really carrying matches either. Like it's like they tend to be It's gotta be somebody he can beat quickly, so it can't be anybody really high on your card. So now He's kinda like what they did with Wardlow. It is except he's he's just not like he's
1: not gonna do like five suplexes in a
0: row No. like so he's kind of stuck in like short matches with mid card people, right? And I like his For style a fictional title. I like the throws and suplexes and submission stuff, but like it's we're kind of seeing the same thing. He's fictional now fictional title winner, exactly. And it's kind <laughs> of uh, I don't know. They've I don't it's know T-W. what they do with him because at some point he has to lose, but he's also not having fifteen twenty minute matches yet. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I don't I don't feel like this is something that needed to be here at the end no. of the day.
1: No, the <laughs> two title matches on the show, and this is. One of them, yeah,
0: fake title as well, which kind of bugs me
1: still. Fake title winner, yep. FDW, Not
0: right. Uh,
1: House of Black promo uh next. Uh, Malaka Black said that these titles belong to the elite on Sunday, but on Sunday they they should know they've already lost. Now they lay the titles back down and leave them there. It's really hard to see your revolution, and I say I don't like you.
0: There's their usual stuff, right? But at least I thought like the second half of it, they were speaking more directly than they usually do. So. I am very, very interested in the match. I just wish there was a bit more to this. Like, this company's shown they can tell stories. I feel like we're in a bit of a lull right now in that department. But, um, yeah, I
1: think we just kind of got there because they always speak cryptically. So it's like yeah. issues with AEW going after the elite. Like, I guess there's like, there's like a, it's a loose connection here. Lights, out, other spooky, than, spooky. Other than watching the speech. titles, right? Like, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it. It was a solid bit from Black. It was really quick. I'm just glad they didn't stick with the doing the challenger stealing the t- titles and walking in the match with them. Although then taking them is pointless if you're just giving it back, so it's kind of like a cash 22 kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a lose lose. Uh, next, speaking of lose lose, we get uh, Tony Storm versus Riho. Whose side is no not Whose Side Riho on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nope. Uh, I guess she's an original. She, she just, would be, but they did they mention that? Because they no. should have for continuity. They, they could have, Because yeah. that's kind of the... She's literally the first she, champion. Sh- I was just going to say, she's like as original as it gets. Yeah. Interesting. So... I didn't notice that until you said that. If this is the story, then... Nyla Rose is an
1: original too. True. Um, Deeb, I think, could go with Storm and Sorry. If we're just going off of like that she's an invader, she's not an original. Like, and like, was Soho in WWE like... ties. Yeah, Soho and her would go there. Um, then, oh yeah, it's kind of like WWE ties as well, mm-hmm. uh, coincidentally. Um, if you want if you're really desperate for originals, you want Emmy Sakura.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: imagine bringing back Awesome Kong.
0: Yeah, no, I mean I loved Kong in her prime.
1: Oh, Nightmare Collective.
0: Yes, exactly. Oh, need it.
1: Bringing that back, yes,
0: sir. Mm-hmm. God, Brandy Rose is such a failure. She hasn't gotten involved yet in WWE, right? God, I bet you it happens.
1: I bet yeah, she will.
0: Cuz Cody's a big enough deal to be like, listen, we got to have a role for Brandy.
1: I'm, I'm wondering if she'll ever go back to being like I think it'd be funny if she goes back to being a ring announcer, but now she's Brandy Rhodes. But it's funny cuz she was a ring announcer before under a fake name, Eden Styles or something.
0: Right. I think that's exactly what it was.
1: Yeah. Don't um, don't ask me why I know that. And um so that that would be funny cuz like, oh my god, Eden Styles has a twin with a completely different name. Mine. And she's married to Cody no, Rhodes. No,
0: again, we're not supposed to remember any of that. We oh, just okay. assume that you don't know any of that. Okay. Yeah. And You're a blank slate every also, time. Also, wonder if WWE ever going
1: to bring up the baby to end racism. Hopefully, it's important. It is. It changed the world for the better. A landmark moment in human history. That's right. And so I don't, I don't know why they haven't mentioned I it have yet. I have heard no instances of racism since then. <laughs> I haven't heard of any. <laughs> None. No. It's like I, I was watching a video about, like WCW. We're all getting along great. WCW was like racer But that was before. Or Cody right. Rhodes. That was when Cody Rhodes was probably a baby, then he didn't end racism. No. Like, I've seen the whole feed, like, they're talking all about Roman and Cody are all talking about t- Dusty Rhodes and whatever. It's like, and Cody should be like, oh, yeah, did you end racism? Mm-hmm. Nah, your children didn't do nothing. That's right. And they're not babies. My baby ended racism. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <Yes. awesome>. Anyways, <laughs> um, back to the match. I'm definitely not avoiding it. Um, There's a running corner, Nina Snaps, with looks from Riho for two. Um... Oh obviously she did the bridge pin already just didn't need to say it.
0: Yeah, you can always tell it's coming cuz whoever's pinning her has the weakest cover you've ever seen setting up for her to matrix out of it, right? <laughs> it's such a it bugs me. And
1: then there's such a bad drop quick, like the midsection storm didn't even go down she just kind of sold in like stumbled to the corner.
0: Your signature offense should not should not require the other person looking dumb. You're not, you know what I mean? Like you're trying to Soul elevate snatcher. both of you, not one of you. Soul right. Although I have to say the ultimate weapon does that a little bit and i give bailey a pass because i love that's awesome and it looks awesome
1: that to me is like waiting for the stomp like that's okay and at least that one you can kind of stumble up a bit but like you're not like you're not like yeah standing there right i feel like at least like that's i i do i do agree a bit but that's like a that one's extremely awesome it is b it's not, it doesn't look that stupid. Like it's, it is actually forgivable to me. Like for me, like whenever someone's waiting for the stomp, like it's a little dumb, but like sometimes people move and like, I feel like when you're setting up for like the eclipse or the soul center, you're never moving. You're always like waiting there on your feet staggered, which you're never really on your feet staggered to always to take out. I feel like at least with like ultimate weapon or at least definitely the stomp. There's always like either like when Orton was waiting for you come with an RKO or like someone will miss or like, roll away and like roll them up or something like it's like sometimes there's a reason they're waiting like i don't know it's not as stupid so it's like it's always it's always dumb when they do but reho's right? bugs me yeah no i agree so
0: like you're covering her in a way that you never ever ever cover anyone like just ever. out of your way going out of way to, to not her... put your body yeah. on them for a pinfall attempt yeah. why are you bothering because
1: in the real world that's never that's never never working, happens right like, yeah she's just anything could crush her uh, there's a hip attack from Storm knocking her off the apron then Serea hit her with a cheap shot that the ref didn't
0: see ooh she's so bad <laughs> hell uh, just uh, so disinterested oh they didn't spray paint in Riho
1: no Damn. Uh, cross by to the outside from Riho saw that coming a mile away it's like cause her like skirt and whatever flaps mm-hmm. like you know <laughs> uh, northern lights up uh-huh. by Riho for two surprised she couldn't lift anyone a hip attack from Storm for near fall. I thought that was going to be the win for a second. I was like, what? No. Nope. Because uh, then um, like, and then Storm locks uh, Riho in a Cloverleaf. Um, but Baker distracts her, and then Riho rolls her up for the win. Yay. Distraction roll up on your women's match. Uh, Storm attacks Riho, then brawls with Baker. Surreya Storm, and Hater then brawl until they get separated. You can tell I'm really
0: interested. Post-match attack. What a brilliant idea. <laughs> oh wait, it's every match today. Cool. Mm-hmm um i don't know i guess a fine match i thought the finish was lame the distraction roll-up wwe style i'm not a fan of i just feel like there's usually a better way to get where you want to go but i thought storm had a couple aggressive sequences the crowd seems to be behind Riho more than we are like i don't dislike her i just i don't really see what the hype is about um there is no real story or stakes here right and Riho hasn't really been around much um Kind of felt like it was just there for me. And the aftermath is just standard AEW. They, I swear stuff. to God, sometimes they bring in Riho at the most random times. So. And then there was more of the whose side is Soho on because she attacked both of them, right? So we still don't know. Um, and yeah. I'm not sure yeah, who yeah, cares. Yeah, it's like,
1: didn't she like hit and then Hater's so, like, yeah, yeah. And then she, in the plot twist, she hits it's, Hater too right. and
0: they all brawl. So it's it just feels like this division is uninspired, would be the word I, I would say. Like I just like to imagine that like, now they've all brawled and
1: like, they're. So both Soraya and Storm then Hater and Baker are all still hoping that um, Soho sides with them, even though they're all just fighting. <laughs> like, yeah. I just like to think in my head that they're still hoping that that's a possibility. Like, she's gonna side, she still has to side with one of them and then exactly. she's fighting them both. Like,
0: exactly. She's gonna have to make a choice at some point.
1: Right. It's like, this eternal war, like, you gotta, you gotta have a, a side eventually, you know?
0: It's like, us versus them, and I don't really care about the us oh, or the Kargil them. Oh, Cargill could be an invader, I guess. No, but
1: she's like, She's not original, so I guess she kind of has to. But well, she's now you've got Vader. the tweeners, so three factions. <laughs> okay. We so can explain, okay. get it even
0: further. So you need yet. You, need you to weren't in WWE, like, but you were. You weren't here from the beginning either. So
1: like, but like, what about someone like Hogan, who's like, she's from somewhere else, but she's not from WWE. So she would she be an invader too? She's from Impact. No, she doesn't no. count. Okay, so she's a tweener. It's just too. the stink of WWE okay, that bonds so them. She, she's a she's a tweener with um. That's right. Cargill. So they'll they reunite. Yeah. Uh, Velvet. Okay, so all all the baddies. That's right. All the baddies reunion tour. (laughs) No, we'll just have like this. It'll just be like the originals, the WWE invaders, and the baddies. Like the baddies are gonna be their own. Their own. They'll have their own stake in this, and then
0: um yeah and then yeah that works it's like w- wwe the nwo and then you or sorry wcw invasion and then you eventually have them combine with the ecw group and <laughs> so it'll be like just follow that super successful <laughs> model right it, it was like i think everyone can agree that was the high point of wwe programming <laughs> right, that was right? the best part of the they definitely didn't yeah. mishandle that no. whole angle at it'll all. be
1: like um yeah the the WWE invader Baddy alliance against the originals and right? then didn't
0: it end up like kurt angles wrestling for wcw or whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. kurt angle won the wcw title and the wcw us title the one, one guy moment. who's never been anywhere but
1: wwe right kurt angles t- the rock won the wcw title right. it was like he didn't defect but he still won the title i think the way it worked into um survivor series was i think on the uh wwe the wwe team you had like brothers of destruction mm-hmm. i want to say uh big show and, like, i know rock was there but anyways like i think rock jericho brothers of destruction i think big show anyways point is like you had them on there i want to say rock and jericho maybe the tag But actually i don't think so but rock had the wcw title on the mm-hmm. wwe team and then on the wcw team i think you had like booker rvd shane uh yeah <laughs> booker I said Booker. Right? Oh yeah, Kurt and Steve. Yeah. And so Steve Austin has the WWE title on the WCW team, and then WCW. So title. stupid. And then Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle yep. has the WCW USO, or he did before at least. He did it at one point. Anyway, it's all weird. Like, and so then you need to follow that. You need to get like as many originals as you can. So you need like the ones that we already have. Then also Nyla Rose, riho emmy Sakura, um, I guess Awesome Kong if you really need one. And then, and then you have them fight the baddies and the invaders.
0: And then Willow would be a baddie on the baddie squad, right? Because she's not, she's she's not, not original, and she's, but she's not from there, and she's black, so we can put her in.
1: So she meets the criteria. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we'll have
1: like we'll have a redo in the invasion, like over twenty years later, except that it's better. Ember Moon joins Soreya. Right. Oh, she. Yeah, Athena. That's perfect. Actually. Yeah, I forgot sorry, about that. Athena. And I guess all oh, right. I forgot. Who I completely forgot about until I watched ROH. Today. <laughs> oh yeah, I think that's the curse like, of. The, like, oh yeah, it's the curse of the ROH women's title because I feel like that's the only title to not have a
0: prominent. Well, they don't really have much of a division, to be honest. No, they
1: don't, and I think that's part of the thing. But like, literally, the only time the ROH women's title was ever even relevant was when uh, Martinez beat Perazzo for the undisputed. Yep. With the two belts, because other than like. So the roh world titles obviously gets decent presentation i think the tv titles had a fair presentation especially with joe yep holding King it. Of tv uh, and then the tag titles um they were on tv a while when um ftr had them and then even like just like building the f- brisk seed that was there and like uh the pure title actually has had some decent presentation that was defended too like other than the industry title has just- never been defended but anyways that was quite the tangent um <laughs> it was yeah uh i didn't even talk about the match yet um Loved it wasn't it. great <laughs> it was another <laughs> mediocre women's match for diamond. pretty short, not a lot to it um doesn't help i'm not a fan of riho and storm is not great in this run i'm not liking storm any- again i feel bad for her and i can't I do, believe yeah. i'm saying that i don't think it's her fault that i don't no, like I don't this either but i don't like it i agree I not her I fault I, yeah i don't like it nonetheless right uh the finish was lame too. Like I was just like kind of groaning the roll up, and Riho almost didn't really nail it either. Mm-hmm. Uh, post match was nothing that notable either.
0: Nope, standard fair.
1: Uh, next we get Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes promo uh keith lee says they won't let swerve do any more damage like he's done to them uh dustin says they don't play games they're naturally limitless (laughs) i was hoping you were gonna say it (laughs) and you'll remember their name (laughs) boy will i um so two things uh one you can tell the difference between this and a dynamite feud like it's black and white Mm -hmm. and b no pun uh, intended Keith Lee and Dustin <laughs> and Dustin Rhodes. nice, Rhodes. Uh, or Keith Lee's skin and Keith Lee's hair. Right. That eh. too. A little salt uh, and pepper. Yeah. Uh, and be uh Keith just bouncing from one winner of a tag team name to the next, huh? Oh, it's swerving our
0: glory and then naturally limitless. Like I get where it comes from, but like come on. I'll read my notes as I wrote them. Oh no, they have a tag team name. This is what you have planned for Keith Lee tagging with Dustin Rhodes on rampage. It's starting to feel like Tony Khan may need to bring someone to help write for write some stories. There are a lot of things going on in this company that are just not very interesting. And with the massive (laughs) talent on the roster, it's getting kind of disappointing. Yeah. I feel like we're in a bit of a lull right now where I'm like, I don't care about a lot. Like in ring is generally, and the pay-per-view I'm sure is going to be great. But it, you can elevate everything for me if I care about the stories, yeah. And you're capable because you've done some. Yeah. And even MJF and and Danielson, I like for the most part. I have some issues with some stuff. I think comes up later. But I feel like we're in a bit of a lull right now. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um. Yeah. And did I tell you Swerve was gonna be down the card, or did I tell you he's disappeared? Down the card. It feels like. Pretty yeah. Much. Well, I told you this thing was a curse for him. Pe- and now like he's it. wrestling with Parker Boudreaux. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you want about them being, he's wrestling with Parker Boudreaux.
0: They're, they're gonna. Make I showed you the boot, didn't naturally I? Naturally limitless or whatever. I think it is.
1: he pinned Dustin Rhodes after that boot. Nice. He's wrestling with Parker Boudreaux. Can I, like, I can't make this clear. I understand. At least, at least, Parker Boudreaux and what was it, Trench? They weren't in the Casino Tag Royal. <laughs> trench with such disdain. Trench. Okay, move on. Oh my God, that reminds me. I saw two this couple with um face tattoos and Zairs yesterday. Nice. It could be you. Gross. If you, work, if you work hard. Uh, I have like get good the amount grades. of respect, or I guess the lack of respect I have for people's face tattoos is so insane. If you get good grades when you graduate, I'll pay for a face tattoo for you. <laughs> that's, that's your motivation. That, Straight A's, Dad. <laughs> let's go. I'll just I'll I'll flunk every class at that point. That that's that goes from Mike Tyson too. But like I guess he doesn't have a million because like it's, it's the a, stupidest thing you could possibly it's a, do. It's a
0: bold choice. I don't know.
1: It's people like people do what they want. And so, like, there's face? no going back from that either. Like, I don't know. The, the, the lack of respect, the, the minimal amount of respect I have for those people is just it's so, so large.
0: Okay, back to wrestling. Anyways,
1: uh, next, we got the Casino Tag Royale for the last spot in the
0: amazing looking
1: tag title match.
0: And it basically feels a Jeff Jarrett. like a reboot of last week because it's most of the same teams, which I think is a weird thing.
1: Which they did last time. They did. They had some of the same teams last time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, hey, at least they had the Kingdom this time. Amazing. Got to watch them on Ring of Honor as well. I got double dose of the Kingdom <laughs> this week. I'm so happy.
1: I know. I, I bet. So happy. Mm-hmm. Um. So Dark Order enter first, and then the second entrance are Blackpool. Uh, but they attacked uh Dark Order from behind during their entrance.
0: Just reinforcing they're even healier. Like they're definitely leaning into the that part yeah. now, which I'm fine with. Uh, and the match starts with the brawl.
1: Uh, then coming back from commercial break, we got our third entrance with LFI. Um, supposed to be minute intervals. No, oh, they were the, all the over the place. The commercial break is three minutes, just and an FYI. They were all over yeah. the place with the timing. Uh, we got a exchange with Claudio Enrush at one point. was entered number four. Penta's really colorful, some golden red. Um, they looked cool. Yeah, I really liked it, though. Uh, Luchabos had stereo super kicks to El Toro Blanco and Perro Pelagroso I feel
0: like they picked up the pace when they yeah. got in there. <laughs>
1: Uh Aussie open enter number five after way more than a minute. Um <laughs> yeah. Davis drops Phoenix into a kick from Fletcher that like just crumples him. Remember? Yeah, he sold it awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did. He's got some interesting sells from here and there. It's like he just goes limp. It's hmm. it's cool. Um so wait, where is it? Okay. Yeah, no I got. It. Uh medal Hit their signature with yuda then try to throw him out, but Claudio saves him. Uh, Ozzy open knocked or near the ropes in the black pool on the apron, pulled him up and over, and so the Sylvan realms are out.
0: I'm always glad to see their, you two, their uh, trademark combination. They yeah. there's always I love fun. It. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, then 2.0 entered. I think that it was number six. They were during the commercial break. Just, you could
0: barely notice them in there. To be I honest, I didn't even
1: notice until I I saw Menard was out. I exactly was like, when I noticed, I was like, oh crap.
0: Oh yeah, they were in there. Because remember, you even said like, is that the ninth entrance? And I'm like, no, it's the eighth. And you're like, no, 2.0. I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah
1: um light enter number seven they team up to eliminate matt menard uh the kingdom enter number Hooray! eight. With, um... everyone rejoices <laughs> and i think that the, at least the beginning riff in their theme i was listening uh it seems like a ripoff of something for you which was cole's
0: roh theme yeah uh which made me angry And when i was watching ring of honor you you were there long enough for the kingdom to come out and then you left and i thought you were still sitting behind me and your mom was in the kitchen and i go you know when someone just tries so hard to be cool that they're just not cool? And your mom goes, if you're talking to your son, he's gone. But if you're talking to me, I know exactly what you mean. And I'm like, that's Matt Taven for me. He's trying so hard. He <laughs> said that not when not we were watching Dynamite, too. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, I mean, Cole's in the company. And I know Cole was in the kingdom. Oh. So, OG, if you want to go OGK. You want to just Nah.
0: Move him right down the card to mid card <laughs> status. You go ahead, bud.
1: <laughs> or he'd bring them up because he's that good. I don't think so. And Taven's already like superstar, so like, yeah, he is. Sure. I and I am him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hit Dante with a string of offense. Uh, niece Stavari and Josh Woods randomly come out of the crowd. They beat up Buzzling outside and then toss him back in and LFI eliminate. Uh, Luchabros. Why? I, I don't. don't... Know. The varsity athletes weren't even in this match.
0: I don't get it. At least you remembered which group they're in. Good for you.
1: I don't I don't either. I I I don't get it. It's all these groups that I was are just, just I was aimless.
0: I was I, I kept asking why the whole time. Cause yeah. I don't get it. I don't it. know either. Uh, maybe we missed <laughs> something on the internet. I don't know. <laughs> That's I don't always even remember
1: anything from the Power Oil last week. Did they eliminate them? I guess. Like maybe. I guess. I
0: don't. Somebody I could have know. drawn our attention to it if that were the case.
1: Let me see if I can find it real quick. Cause I'm I'm curious now. Cause I was just like I was so confused. Like uh, Lucha Bros. Okay, they did. Okay. That, yeah. Okay. Had to be. So there's at least that. Then. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Um, I was just wondering. Like, Pack has been gone for a while. But and maybe f-
0: commentary drew our attention to it. I didn't mm-hmm. notice, but I don't always notice mm-hmm. commentary. Uh, Pack's been out a while. I know. I miss him I dearly. F- which I thought was weird, but then I thought it
1: makes sense because he had the whole like kind of facial injury mm-hmm. but he stuck Worked out through the it. best of seven series. So I feel like yeah. it kinda of makes sense then because like, I was thinking about that and it was like, Oh, that's weird, but no, he was he probably should have been out mm-hmm. already, but like Exactly. Given the circumstances. So I guess that makes sense. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> um Roosh lines up to hit Dante with the bull's horns on the apron, but then Darius Drop kicks him off and eliminates him. Um, I missed where Palo Pelagroso got eliminated, but Clearly it doesn't matter. I
0: saw it, but I don't think it was anything spectacular.
1: <laughs> you saw it. You just didn't care. Tell me. Not that much. No. A top flick go for the nose die power bomb, but Mark Davis shoved Dante off the top rope to send him out. Darius soon follows suit. Orange casting Danhausen. Hooray. Enter at number nine, I think. And eliminate Angelo Parker. Butcher and Blade enter ten- enter tenth. Ozzy Open eliminate the Kingdom, further cementing them as our favorite team. I was team. <laughs> so
0: relieved because I was a bit nervous. Like, oh no, they're gonna actually win this, and I'm gonna see them in a paper. Um,
1: game. and then I figured it had to be babyface team because it much did make as, sense. It, as much as it's a trope, I feel like it's two heels, two faces Agreed. in a four way. Like, yep, it is kind of a trope. I feel like it's just weird if you don't do that because I like having some sort of balance in there. Yes. I always try to do that. Like unit triple threat, I usually lean towards two baby faces and a heel, but right. honestly it, de- it depends. Um anyways, they eliminate the kingdom of the black will take a Aussie Open. Again, they get screwed I mean, I didn't think they were winning once I knew once once I feel like once they we had we knew the first slot with Jaren Lethal, that's them kind of showing their hand. Because, mm-hmm. like it can't be someone. Then, it like for me, like I said, it, it eliminates the heel teams almost definitely. Yep. And then also, given that it's like the guns are champs and then lethal and jade are hardly a team, it also eliminates some of the higher teams like Aussie Open. Obviously, the Kingdom. Lucha Brothers. Uh, Lucha Bros. Yeah. Like the Bucks, if they were in Blackpool. Combat. Blackpool. Like, I wouldn't even put, even though they don't team So it kind that. of
0: felt like it's going to be Top Flight
1: or. I was definitely leaning towards Top Flight. Danhausen and Cassidy. Right, right. And I got spoiled. So I knew that was them. But, like, before the match or before I knew, I was mm-hmm. firmly like, I was like, I thought Top Flight would have been a perfect choice because mm-hmm. Babyface, they're like, I actually like them. They're Me just too. not the highest caliber yet. So they would they would have made Fit perfect right sense. Yeah. Exactly. But, I didn't, they, alas, they did not. Nope um then so Cassie and Danhausen take a black bull which is just perfect and it's down to them and Butcher and Blade uh Butcher and Blade are trying to eliminate Cassie I love this because they're so, like they're trying to kick him off and he's like hanging on the bottom which is fine but then they start leaning over the top robot right like like As way you too do. much it's like because that's a smart way to eliminate them and yeah. then Danhausen chucks them out uh so they win uh the guns and Triple J come to beat them down another post-match beatdown no way and <laughs> uh, then they run impossible. off when daddy ass and they claimed to run down so yeah
0: yeah, I thought it was pretty fun. I preferred it to the Battle Royal last week, probably because it's like a bit more room in the ring when people are entering one at a time. And even though the timing was wildly different between entries, but at the end of the day, right, we saw something pretty similar with the same people last week. So, um, I don't know. I, I would suggest that like in a four way for the tag team titles, that there's not one top tier team in here. And I'd. I Not think at best, that we get the acclaimed. acclaimed, right? Who I think are almost there. They're like in just a tier below that. And we used to talk regularly on this show about how stacked the tag team division is, right? And so I don't know why this is the four-way unless my only hope is like, it's a setup for FTR to come back and be like, top guys are back. Like I heard FTR still
1: slated for that spot. Right and and I think it ha- whole... they have to beat the uh, guns and I think the guns have to come out of this. So that's kind of why I feel like it was um low tier teams but even so i feel like then you could have had top flight you could have had like yeah. i don't know not lethal and jared at least like i don't know who was like so i'm hoping tiered, the idea like... is
0: they come back to like save the division because it's like gone to like the mid card sort of thing and that i don't even maybe they're even heels i don't know how that works but who fdr yeah
1: no i think they should stay face i've re- actually really liked them as faces which i didn't think would happen but...
0: yeah and then an- another uh attack after the match which i don't even it's just white noise at this point again um
1: as far as casino battle royals go this was solid but this one felt too formulaic to me every team entered getting a little bit like you were saying with the wins wrong but like which sometimes it's just more apparent you know mm-hmm. um but there were some other good bits as well uh some solid action in there but it got a little too crowded times for its own good again a lame result here like this has to be one of the worst yes, title mention. matches of all time at least in aw first off we have guns as champs gross Lethal and Jarrett, EUY, 2023. Uh Dan House and Orange Cassidy, not a team. And they claimed fine. Not a good lineup. Like, I agree. Do you compare this to the tag title match last year, and I the, when they did the exact same thing, you had a storyline going into with the Undisputed Elite kind of discourse. Then you had Red Dragon and the Young Bucks win the Battle Royals, which I guess is kind of too good to be true kind of thing. And then you had Jurassic Express's chance, which is another team I like. So you had three teams, and I remember loving that, that match a lot. That is a stark contrast when right? you mention it like that, yes. Right? Like, and like you here, you have like the I guess the storyline with the guns and the claim, but who cares anymore? This
0: feels like it's your secondary show. Then you're doing that, right? Like this is Ring of Honor or this is Rampage, and you're doing that. This, yeah, like they had not, a four way. Hold
1: on, they. I'll I'll look at the, the It's Not like it's your main end, show and
0: a major pay per view that we are setting up for. I, I it's strange to me, honestly, because this tag division is pretty stacked. But, again, unless it's M, uh, FTR coming back and just blowing everything up. And hopefully we get mm-hmm. back to having top tag teams circ- circling for the title. But yeah, uh, they
1: had um, I can't find it now, but it was like the tag. Uh, There's like a tag match on Rampage. And it was like Aussie Open, Top Flight, Dark Order, and I think Blackpool. I think it was. That's already better <laughs> leagues ahead of what we're getting in in our um tag title match, and that's just like it's a random throwaway match on Rampage from this match. So yep. like, I don't understand it. That's just ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are not like I. I really wish Bobby Fish didn't leave, and I wish Kyle was okay. Because Red Dragon, I, I would love some Red Dragon right now, mm-hmm. and because Bucks are doing trio stuff, and that's fine. Because I love that too. But like, I I need some Red Dragon. We need, need some Red Dragon, and Red Dragon versus FTR, hell yeah,
0: yeah. And then this was where we're like, there's like 11 or 12 minutes left in this show. I thought this was the main event. What's like, going on? I was like, what? It was not. Nice. Um, we got a quick dance in MJ
1: package. There's some talking heads. I didn't note much from it, but it was solid. It I liked like the package, but then I'm like, oh, it and feel like a lot that it was
0: Danielson's going to speak right after. Yeah.
1: Which was a weird choice to end the show.
0: But yeah. The package was cool. It was a standard like Excalibur giving his thoughts and somebody else giving their thoughts and then highlights and whatever. It was good. It's always well done. But mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, and we're getting an in-ring promo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so up. yeah, we hear from Brian Danielson. And he spoke about retiring
1: seven years ago. Then five years ago, he came back and said to fight for your dreams. And he wasn't retired for too long. No, like I know it fell long and everyone wanted him to come back, but like I like the how grand it's just scheme assumed of things, in wrestling, you retire, you're not retired. Yeah, I guess that was like a pretty legit one at the time. But like it was in the grand scheme like of things it. now, it's like that was pretty short because Edge had the same thing, but for he was seven. gone for like nine years, like, oh, like nine. almost a decade, yeah. right? Like and even Christian, I think, had issues like. Mm -hmm. for like longer than like dancing was pretty short in the grand scheme of things i think which is kind of crazy because i I was like the way people talk about it and the way like i would imagine it it does sound like it was long and i i feel like it was long but then you think about it i was like oh he only retired like i think it's like february 2016 yeah oh that's not crazy right like it's i don't know it's just kind of weird because like it it always sounds so long right but and then he came back like i think it's almost uh five years ago now he came back and it was like pre-mania season because he had, he tagged with shane mcmahon mm-hmm. oh, awesome. <laughs> obviously oh my god what did i just see like i just saw a bit of like a the a taker and shane segment from 2016 remember that feud with like when shane is trying to get control of raw oh yeah and like <laughs> shane's strikes man i forgot Amazing. about how... lethal <laughs> it's it's so funny it was. Uh, I just like. Uh, it's. It. Uh, it I Especially when it.
0: they consider. They always talk about Undertaker being the greatest striker, right? They, and they, they always call him the McMahon. greatest pure striker, right. which
1: I don't know what that means. it's all he does. <laughs> right. Literally, like, only punches people. <laughs> Nothing else. Like Shane's, just like it's so funny. It's like he's just. Like, it's yeah. like he's going so fast, but it's like it doesn't look. It's like like it, it wouldn't break like, an egg. If Undertaker was, looks flustered, not yeah. like he's in pain. Yeah, he looks like he's just like oh, he's just coming at me so fast. Like it's so funny, but um, back on topic for um, a minute at least. <laughs> uh, MJF uh showed up with the title uh and MJF told him to shut up, uh, reminding us why MJF uh, hates Brian because like basically MJF was talking about last week and he says like he he uh is respected and, um he is the best and wonderful. He's respected as the best, and he has a wonderful family. Um, and Brian told MJF that he has done nothing to fight for that respect. He told MJF what he deserves is his fiance losing him, or leaving him. Ooh. Uh, he said pinning shoulders to mats and banging rats doesn't sound like somebody he wants his daughter to marry. Um, Fair. Brian talked about how he was fighting his entire life uh, for po- like from poverty to depression to injuries to the authority. Ooh, uh, et cetera. Uh, Brian said that before he came here, he, he had a job that would have paid him for the rest of his life and Vince would have let him do the G1, apparently. um, Imagine Brian in the G1. That would be amazing. Would be crazy. I'm surprised Tony Khan wouldn't let him do that. I mean, like I, I think know, I, I saw I, a
0: thing where Danielson said there's a 33% chance Khan might let him do it. I think I saw I, that I recently. feel like as
1: long as like he he's not doing a lot. I think the whole thing was like it would suck to lose him from TV for a while. I would, would follow Brian in the G1, though. Me too. Um... He said he came to AEW because he wanted to fight. And he said his new dream since he's been there is to become AEW world champion. And god damn it, he's willing to fight for it. He told Maxi be ready to fight with everything he has for 60 full minutes. I just like, an hour of the show is gonna be one match. That's right. Um
0: and if you don't, then you're gonna get your head kicked in. Uh, and then we're done. Yeah, so I don't know. There's a few things, like Danielson did a fine job here, but like I found some weirdness in some of the decisions like last week Danielson is like if you talk about my f- kids then I'm going to come down there and kick your ass and then MJF proceeds to talk about his kids and Danielson doesn't do anything and this week well until later this week the guy who is always talking is told to be quiet and he actually listens and just stands <laughs> there and doesn't say anything right so i don't know there's some odd bits to me i'm i'm not sure like now that we've seen all of MJF promos and he delivers them all really well but like when you step back and look at them, hasn't it been like he's given us three or four origin stories and it almost feels like too much? Like there's a email from Regal that set it all off. Then there's a car accident where he framed a girl, and then there's his fiance dumping him, so now he should be a sympathetic figure. It feels like there's so many different things he's throwing at. I'm okay this. with like I think the
1: one I would take out is the, the car one. Yeah. I think that one's a little weird because I don't see I the like I don't one. see the point to that. The 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 uh, fiance one, I see at least why they're doing that because it's a little sympathy, but also like it kind of relates to Danielson, and then the regal one was kind of related to that whole thing. Like those, to me at least, seemed to kind of a point. Like and I do agree, like it's kind of weird to have like multiple of them, but at least like I feel like other than the car one feels like that could like you could pluck that into any feud and just kind of leave it there, and that's and it, if like it, to me it bugs me because
0: if you're, you're assuming any of this is real, why is he admitting that to he, that to right? millions yeah. of people, right? That right. he did that, but anyway, so. I'm still interested in the match. I think it'll be obviously good. Um, I just... I don't know. There's some things about this I don't love. I'm, but yeah, both... I'm not
1: worried about the match. No.
0: And they're both doing a fine job in presenting. It's just some of yeah. the material, I guess. It seems like MJF is just inconsistent in throwing a whole bunch of stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought it was like a solid promo from Dan. I like the intensity and some of the callbacks um, that he had. And I guess, like, it was weird that MJF didn't speak, but at least that was kind of a change of pace. Like, he cut off yeah, I don't think pretty I much to, at the pass, I, right? I didn't need to hear him. Um, I, Yeah, because he's been on, the, like, the kind of the offense, I guess, yeah. verbally. Uh, I think it was all delivered pretty well. It seemed to be dipping its toes into Daniel Bryan, in the, into the Daniel Bryan pool at times. Like, the whole fight for your dreams thing, like, and the callbacks. Like, it felt like Daniel Bryan at times to me. Yep. Um, Before, like, circling back to the violent Bryan Danielson at the end. But it was solid. Uh, it was a little shorter than I expected, considering it ended the show. And for a main event segment, it falls a little flat for me. That is a good. It's point. not a bad promo, and I thought it was pretty solid. But it for a main event segment, it falls flat because I thought it was a good promo from Danielson. Don't get me wrong, but it's not one of those ones that's deserving to close the show. Like, like there has been some, like I want to say Mox and MJF one, maybe Punk and MJF. Like, there's some where it's like. I, oh yeah, it's like it's not a match, but at least like it makes sense and that was good enough to go on last. Mm-hmm. But this doesn't really and I don't know, it was pretty short. T- I don't know why this went on last, you know. I,
0: and I guess I assume Danielson's not winning, so this was at least he gets the last word right when it comes to promos mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh yeah, overall, I kind of thought this was another down week for AEW. Um this company still consistently puts on the best matches I see each week, but again, there was a time where I was pretty invested in multiple storylines in this company ahead of big shows. And I don't feel, I haven't felt that way in a little while. So um, some concerns, but still, I don't, every week I still enjoy watching the show. I thought the face of the revolution ladder match was the best thing on this show by a pretty wide margin Um, because the opener had big bills. So there's a, there's a ceiling there. We got a four minute hook match, a three minute Jericho Avalon match. A uh, women's match with a distraction roll up and then the tag team battle royal that I thought was above average but nothing amazing. Um Danielson's promo to end the show was probably obviously the biggest segment and it was it was good and Christian really got the only other lengthy promo I would say and, and parts of that were fine. So another okay episode. I think I liked it better than last week, which was what a C plus for me. So a lot of it's on the strength of the latter match. I'm I'm willing to give this a B minus, but again, not on the high end of dynamite shows for me this week. I'm hoping they kick it back up into the A range pretty soon. You? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I think it's about time we get something like that. I feel like that happens sometimes where like I don't know, there's a bit of a down period, and then there's just like a banger. Yeah. Know, or, you know. Oh yeah. That's um, but yeah, I think possible. in general it was a pickup from last week. Still some noticeable blemishes on the show, but um, I feel like I was more interested on the whole. Um, the best was by far, was the latter match. It was absolutely crazy, and I loved that. And, and a solid result, by far the highlight. Best match on the show, favorite thing on the show. Added it to the list, actually. Um, I quite I enjoyed it so mm-hmm. much. Um, Some other good things in the Mox promo, which was probably my favorite of the night. Like, I, I really enjoyed his a little bit. Um, Hangman's to pair with it was good. The Casino Royale was fine. Uh, Christian's promo was solid. Uh, main event segment was okay, and then the opener was pretty solid. Uh, House of Black was also fine. Jericho Avalon FTW matches were okay. Uh women's match, not great. Um overall is a solid show. I think I picked up from last week,
0: so I'd give it a B. Yep. Sounds fair. Little you liked last week a bit yeah, better than right. me. And yeah, I this think week that's that's kind me. of the rationale there. Yep. All right. So uh that's gonna wrap up our dynamite review. We'll move into our trivia segment. Gonna ask Jack a few questions and we call that off the top of his head. Okay, so since we had A bunch of tag team stuff on Dynamite the past couple weeks, and we're approaching WrestleMania. I thought we'd look at what are considered some of the greatest tag team matches in WrestleMania history. Again, I don't know if I've covered this before. If I have and it annoys you, that's why there's timestamps. You can jump to whatever you like, but I don't think we've done this, but who knows? You know my memory's not great, so if you think we have. As we may test at some point. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I don't know about that. We'll see. Uh, so, I'm using the Sportster and a place called Place to Be Nation. Um, so, we'll see. We've got 10 from Sportster. So, I'm going to give you the WrestleMania number, and then we'll see if you can go from there. Uh, and I can give hints, obviously, if we need to along the way. Okay? okay. So, tag team matches that were awesome, apparently. So, we <laughs> the first one we're going to talk about is WrestleMania 35. So, not too far in the past. Anything you can think of. It was... was it a, um... Yeah, I think you're about to say it. Cause I was about to give that as was a Was a four-way? It was a four-way. So who do we have? Oh, and that doesn't details?
1: help because I think I swear there was two four-ways. Any
0: details you remember? Was it women's
1: or men's? Men's. Okay, so then I know it was, it was the bar. Correct. Right? Uh, the bar, Usos, Cesar and Ricochet, and Rusev and Nakamura.
0: Sorry, who in Ricochet?
1: Oh, he's no sorry, not Cesar and Ricochet. Alster Black. Correct. Right. There we go. Yep. Right, Cesaro's in the bar. That is right, yeah. and I
0: don't remember any details about it. I don't know if you do or anything, but that is.
1: It was in that weird phase where he called up DIY and Black and Ricochet temporarily. Oh, right. But then I think Black and Ricochet, um, they, we know. No, not Black and Ricochet. Was it? Yeah. No, it was in that period, I think. Because, yeah. I don't know. It was when there was the <laughs> temporary call-ups, I think. Yes. Sorry. I don't, I don't
0: know. even know who won, to be honest. Uso's. Uh,
1: was those. Yeah. Because they, the, they lost the tag tiles of the Hardys randomly. Yeah, so. Those are the random call-ups, right? It was... I'll just look it up while you're at
0: WrestleMania 33. It's so going back two years before that, the four-way ladder match. It is a four-way ladder match. Who was involved in that? Um, Hardy's, correct. Zone Cast. Yep. Uh, Good Brothers and the Bar. That is correct. I don't remember who won that either. Do you? Hardy's. Nice. That was their big return. Oh, makes sense. They got. A, I remember that reaction was crazy for that one. Oh yeah, WrestleMania XX, as they say. Which I think 20. is twenty. Uh, couple. This is all like four way. No, it's not a four way, but it's all like mega stars.
1: Oh, okay, right. Cause it's not, it doesn't have to be tag tiles Was this some um, rock and talk versus evolution? Correct. And yeah, it's a handicap, right?
0: Yeah, and that—that's funny. The first line is this might technically have been a handicap match. It's still Why? A tag match, Explain though. that. Two and three. Right. So, uh, you got that one. Re- this was going back now. Good luck, WrestleMania nine. Tag team match.
1: Um, I feel like it was like it was either like a team um, that wasn't
0: in WWF for super long against one that was WCW WC WWF. The Steiners and someone. The Steiners is correct. Very good. Like head drinkers. Wow, why?
1: That just made sense.
0: That is indeed what it was. Very good. I'm. I thought that one. No way. This one, I think, more likely. WrestleMania two. Uh, I don't know if it would have been for the action, but more of, like, the people involved, probably. Okay. Um, and Maybe the action was good, too. There's some decent wrestlers in there. I don't know. So we've got... What hints can I give was you? It, it, no, that wasn't
1: the little people. Myself. A super famous
0: be... foreign team.
1: Uh, like Wild Samoans?
0: No, one powerhouse and one... Smaller guy who is uh, power and glory? No, the smaller guy is like a legend to smaller people. Bulldogs, British bulldogs versus? Oh, hearts? No.
1: Um, nuts. Uh I know, but I don't remember. One of
0: Hogan's buddies.
1: Oh, nasties?
0: No. Damn. Who does know. Hogan bring with him everywhere? Beefcake. Yeah. Oh, and Dream Team. Yes, Dream Team, which is Beefcake and uh, Valentine. Correct. WrestleMania Seven. You see. just mentioned one of the members as a friend of Hulk Hogan. What, nasties? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was
1: the nasties and someone? Yep. Okay. Was it Rockers? No. Was it? Oh, I forget the team name. It was like...
0: It's a team name you would know. 100%. Involves a Canadian.
1: It's the one with Martell and Santana, right? Nope. Mart, is it Martell and
0: someone? Nope. Dina Bravo and someone? Heart Foundation. Oh. You thought too hard. Uh, WrestleMania won. the big the the big one hogan and t versus
1: um piper and orndorff right yeah oh i love it because in the dlc mr t comes out to real american so i get to put that in the jukebox twice because say we want (laughs) about hulk hogan his theme's a bop
0: wow sports are saying this one's number three from wrestlemania 34 intergender
1: that one really? That
0: one? Yeah. Who is it? Rousey and Kirk Angel, <laughs> correct. Famed WCW champion.
1: Exactly. Kirk Angel uh, versus Triple H and Stephanie
0: McMahon. Correct.
1: Are people always renowned that. Like I, I don't remember. Like I know it was a good debut, but I don't remember even loving it that much when I watched it the first time. The I, last two ones. I never
0: really watched it. No, it's not. I don't think it was that great. The last two before I jump to the other uh, website are pretty clear. WrestleMania 2000. Take a wild Triangle guess. Triangle ladder match. Correct. Hardy's Dudley's. Edge and Christian. Who won? Edge and Christian. Yep. And then number one is WrestleMania X7, widely considered the best Mania. What? TLC 2. Correct. Which is?
1: Hardy, Tudley, Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian won that. I think Edge and Christian won all of those. Right. I think they won TLC 1, too.
0: I think you might be right about that. All right. Here's a couple which different ones. SummerSlam, so. From the other site. This one I wouldn't remember. Uh, WrestleMania 11.
1: I feel. Why not oh wait isn't it it's smoking guns right and <laughs> of isn't it um owen and yoko y- it is indeed that's one of the greatest
0: matches it, that's according to this it's number 10 okay sure according to this is one. there
1: not is there not co- corresponding matches on these or
0: there might be a few i'm going to avoid any that there's overlap okay. so far there isn't i'm looking at the first three here on this list and there's no overlap yet <laughs> yeah because
1: who else is picking yoko and owen
0: no way you're getting this one wrestlemania one but a different match
1: uh barry windham and oh my Rotunda god iron cheek and Volkov. oh because you looked at the poster <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say how could you know that but yes we have a poster. i probably would have known that once you told me too, because right. i know Sheik and Volkoff are very at the time but then i was like wait that's the one we have the poster for
0: wrestlemania <laughs> nine
1: um i thought we already did that. oh 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 was it money inc
0: no this was a team you oh, was
1: it who you were thinking of before maybe uh like not can Am connection? No, right? no. But I I know it's Santana and Martel, right? Correct. I know their name. Um, don't no, words, Strike Force, right? right? Okay, taking there we go. on. Um, were they were they weren't facing money with natural no. disasters. It's an
0: all time legendary team. No,
1: uh, uh Quebecers. No, <laughs> all time legendary team. You went with Quebecers. <laughs> I thought you were being sarcastic. Think, no, I wasn't. Think okay.
0: face paint. Oh, demolition. Correct. Okay, no, that makes sense then. Um, so. Next one again, not a duplicate. I'm I'm, wow. I'm surprised. Okay. WrestleMania six. Six. Okay. One of the teams was just recently mentioned. Uh Quebecers? No. <laughs> Nasties. It was actually in one of the matches. Uh, Nasties? No. Strike Force? No. KM Connection? Demolition. Demolition. Versus.
1: Was it the Japanese dudes? No. Okay. Um, like wasn't Tenryu and someone? No. Okay. Um.
0: A famous big man.
1: Oh, was it um Akeem the African Dream and no. Bossman? Man? No. Okay. Ander the Gant. Oh, uh, Colossal Connection. Okay. Correct. Colossal Connection. That makes sense.
0: Another one that wasn't there. Wow. Uh, this match, uh, I would assume, would have been fun. WrestleMania, what is that? 19.
1: You sure you got the new one? And Worlds, it is right?
0: one, two, three teams.
1: Oh, yeah, it wasn't...
0: I want to say it was World's Greatest
1: Tag Team or Team Angle.
0: Team Angle, correct.
1: Okay. Uh, Was Guerrero's in there? Correct.
0: And? uh His name shall not be said.
1: It's Benoit and someone. There, yeah. Right? Um, and Impact I, I Wrestling
0: star. Benoit. Current Impact Wrestling star, quote unquote. Former ECW champion. Dreamer? No. Rhino. Rhino's correct.
1: What the? Okay.
0: Another one that doesn't overlap. WrestleMania 14. <laughs>
1: what the, Okay. Oh, I
0: feel like I know. There's a dumpster involved.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, that's not even what I was thinking, but now it makes sense. It was New Age Outlaws, and then it's Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie. Correct. Uh, Terry Funk and Painting
0: That one is a duplicate. Finally. That one is a duplicate. And then the, uh, the top two are obviously always going to be those ladder matches, so that's yeah. it. Right. I would say you nailed almost all of them, right? Most of them. I, I thought I was going to stump you on a few more than I did, so good job. All right, so we'll go back to the week of wrestling where I've got more than usual to discuss. Sort of cherry pick the best and worst of the rest we watched this week. And that's what we call high spots and rest holds. So I guess I'll start with um, whatever. I can't remember the name of it, but the No Surrender. That's what it is. Yeah, that one. A few of my thoughts on that. So I think Sacrifice is next, right? That, or sacrifice is the one in Windsor. And, and then we're then going to the one rebellion. after that Rebellion. Is us in Rebel? It, oh, how how, co- how coincidental! I
1: can't remember if I booked that often. Was that? I think I April thirteenth right, okay. or something time, like that. Sixteenth. So I don't know. At some point.
0: Um. So the high spot for me was on the kickoff show, which I actually watched. There was a really strong match. I'm not sure why it wasn't on the main show, but it was Jonathan Gresham taking on Mike Bailey for no real reason. Did I don't team think. on TV too or something. Yes. Um, really good match, Gresham won with I think it was a victory roll basically 11 minutes, this was significantly better than half of the card that was on the main show I would say not that anything on the main show was terrible but this was much more entertaining uh, the first big huge rest hold I told you about was that the ring was squeaking throughout this and as somebody who's watching this wearing like decent headphones it was <laughs> once you hear it you can't unhear it and it's just constantly, anything more than anyone walking across the ring it's squeaking and it was super frustrating uh and then just to lump it all together the rest hold for me were several pretty ordinary matches that felt like they frankly could have been on tv rather than a pay-per-view so you had surprise surprise it wasn't great i know you thought it would have been con versus kazarian no not great uh another one you'd be shocked death the, dolls the design hunter death dolls versus the hex not great um and Slightly better, but still kind of not as good as I'd hoped. The uh, number one contender match with Myers, Heath, PCO, and Macklin. At least I'm happy Macklin won, because I've been thinking he's a guy I would be moving so to the we'll top of the him card. So we'll there. I oh, think, yeah, right. we're getting uh, Macklin-Alexander, where we go, which I'm pretty happy about. I'm just, actually, I'll talk about it in, in a bit. Um, I have a high spot question mark, because I'm not sure t- what to think of it. Did you see any highlights of the dot .combat match? <laughs> uh, only the VR thing. So yeah, that was a bridge too far when, but basically the idea is all kinds of like video gaming and stuff is used in this. So instead of um, a bag of tax, it was a bag of keycaps, which I thought was kind of funny. And at one point, Hendry, it's Hendry and Moose, by the way, Hendry gets out, I think it was a Sega Dreamcast. So it's like boxes under the ring with digital stuff in it, I guess. Um, But yeah, the VR was a little bit much because he puts Moose in a VR set and we can see what Moose is seeing on the screen, and Moose doesn't take the VR set off, which kind of so didn't did make sense. It was weird sense, how you could but... see it
1: on the screen, something like that's And there's no way that's a VR thing, too. That's just like
0: stock video of like a party, right? So, oh yeah, because he was like grabbing somebody's butt or dancing with them, but or it didn't whatever. even look like that no. would be possible, but based on the video, no. So the match was different, right? They went for something different. It has that kind of indie comedy feel. It reminds me of when like we see Psycho Mike doing. Funny stuff and like the crowd. Yeah, is, if it was in india I feel like that's okay. And the crowd is going bananas for him to body slam people. He's working such a smart character right now. But anyways, um, it was something different, right? There was a the I didn't like the finish because it was like a tights holding roll up for Hendry, but um, at least you I'll, I'll always give Impact credit, like right? they're willing to try new matches, right? New match types, even if some of them are awful. So this one was kind of funny, I guess. High spot. After all the kind of mediocre matches, this show kind of kicked into gear off the six-man tag match, which isn't a surprise considering who's in it. Um, So that was Bullet Club taken on, what are they called, Time Machine, right? Yeah. So pretty much what you'd expect here. Lots of really fast action and Kushida targeting arms and stuff. So Bullet Club actually end up winning. They got almost 20 minutes here. Um, I think it was Ace Austin pinned Sabinoff, if I remember correctly, basically like a backslide. So really entertaining match that kind of... um, the show was just kind of like, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. That match is okay. It's fine. And then this match was much better than that. And it kind of stayed hot after that because I really liked Masha Slamovich, Mickey James. Obviously, I love Masha. She's one of my favorite wrestlers in Impact. And this wasn't as good as, um, what was my women's match of the year? Masha, Jordan Grace, right? Yeah. But I still thought this was really good. Masha lost, unfortunately. But she just looks dominant, right? And it's crazy to think she's five foot three And somehow she just carries herself like a believable monster. So she hit a lot of her cool stuff, but obviously Mickey James picks up the wind here. A really good match, I thought. And then the other high spot is the main event. Even though I don't find Rich Swan very interesting right now, and there's like no universe where he's beating Josh Alexander, they still had a really strong match to end the show. I'm not quite sure it needed 25 minutes, only from the standpoint of like, to me, Josh Alexander at the position he's at shouldn't need 25 minutes to beat Swan, right? Because Swann's not. Right. Booked super strong right now. Other than um, the fact
1: that they've been like promoting his past
0: highlights, for, exactly. Like, like m- remember, I month. was champion. Um, so it came down to Alexander blocked a second cutter from Swan, hit like a spinning tombstone that looked good, and then his C four spike, which looks better than when the Briscoes hit it, in my opinion. It looks amazing. Really entertaining match. Um, and you know I love Josh Alexander, but like his title run seems to be a bit lacking for me. It's the longest reign ever, right? But like. You know how they just need like a, a signature opponent or a feud or something and I think they thought that was Bully Ray but for me like it was nowhere near that. So it's just like yeah he's been reigning forever but it's he's just beating people you, you know he's going to be you Need that defensive mark kind of thing. Exactly. So I'm hoping cuz so far Macklin's not positioned that way so I'm hoping there's enough time to to really heat up Macklin cuz I like Macklin and I think he's a guy they should be choosing um but at this point, it's like, no, that's clearly another win for Alexander, right? And so I I want Alexander to have that blood feud, to have those signature wins. And I don't really feel like, like a lot of really good matches. The one with Eddie Edwards was good. This one was good. But like, Bailey. again, I know that was awesome. I know Alexander's winning, right? And it's just these guys, they got to build somebody to that level, I feel right. like. And they're not doing it. So we'll see. Um, do you want to talk Raw I think quickly? that was Roman's issue for a while too, right? I agree. I don't have any. Raw wasn't interesting. Nothing for Raw, so I'm going straight into NXT. NXT, I, I actually liked NXT this week. If it keeps being this good, you should check it out maybe. A yep. little bit. Or second screen it. Be on your phone, but watch it. And then we could work. I was thinking about this too. We work in a rating where all you basically say is like, we, we figure out what we call it and it's like the percentage of time you didn't look at your phone while that match or segment was on kind <laughs> How of How much did I watch right? the so show? I, w- I, I watched 85% engaged in that segment or something. <laughs> um, so anyways, the high spot, I think I told you, the opening segment I thought was really cool because they had announced that Wesley was having an open challenge for the North American title. So as would make sense, a whole bunch of wrestlers are brawling in the hallway like Odyssey Jones and Malik Blade and Anafe and a few others, right? because they want to be the one to get that opportunity, which I thought makes a lot of sense, right? So Daba Kato ends up taking everybody out in that little brawl, and so it looks like he's going to get it right. He's making his way down the ramp. Apollo Crews attacks him because they have unfinished business, and as they're sort of brawling on the ramp, Nathan Fraser jumps over both of them and gets to the ring to take the open challenge. So I, thought, I forgot he was even gone. And it was nice to have him back, too, with a bigger beard now. So I thought that's a really cool way to start the show and makes sense within the world they've created in wrestling, right? Like, this makes way more sense than, like, the guy makes an open challenge and then stands there in the ring waiting for somebody to come out. Like, in theory, these guys should all be, like, sprinting out there and fighting each other off to get there. So I kind of thought that was cool. And then that rolled right into the opening match, which I thought was also a high spot. And that is Wesley defending against Nathan Frazier. Starts right away, so we get obviously lots of counters to start, and then like, you know, when they mirror each other, they kind of do the same thing as the other one, and then it's basically like a stalemate, because they're so evenly matched and similar styles, and then just lots of excellent action, but Lee ends up retaining, hits his cardiac kick, which when he hits it looks pretty cool. Because the tumbling actually seems to maybe add some like whip to it. You know what I mean? I but, guess, yeah, but I would like that as like a setup to something. I agree. i think that something else would be better. Like Queen does
1: like the spiral tap or whatever from the top. Yeah, I think Bait does that too.
0: He does, because he missed it in the main event, I'm pretty sure. Um pretty much what you'd expect from these two. I really like having Nathan Fraser back. And when you think about it, and I know I'm trying to convince you to maybe watch NXT again, there's some pretty awesome talent assembled in the men's division, right? For me, you've got uh Nathan Fraser in terms of just I know I can have quality matches, and you can mix and match any combination of these guys. Fraser, Axiom, Dragonov, McDonough, and Carmelo Hayes. Like, that's a solid five people to have in your sort of main event mm-hmm. orbit and TV yeah. orbit for me. Another high spot I thought was cool with his characters, JD, I don't know if you saw it, JD McDonough does sort of like a segment where he's lying on the table at the eye doctor in like his sort of creepy characters talking about having his uh, retinal tear injury that, from Dragunov. Um, they show clips of him sort of getting treatment for his eye, and basically he's going to make Dragonov feel that same amount of pain. He goes on to say that his vision is coming back, and he's going to make Dragunov suck- suffer and send Dragonov home permanently. So just, I think this creepy character in Delivery is really working with McDonough. Um, he hasn't quite picked up enough quality wins for me. He's awesome in the ring too. And at this story, right, like, he's a guy that's highly trained and loves to hurt people and the guy that hurt him he's going to hurt him back like super simple right um believable so i like and it it astonished me he's never really won major titles cuz he he won the cruiserweight title for a
1: while but then most of that title, time it got kind of taken away cuz he was uh he got sent away from, with the pandemic so then escobar won the tournament right, right? but then so he was kind of the unofficial champion on UK he had the whole thing with Trent 7 and then he had the unification match with uh escobar and then then he was done. He's never held another title. And I
0: could see Vince being like, he looks too weird. Like, not like in his... He's got an interesting look to him. Yeah, but... it's kind of like, <laughs> he got a big head I and small limbs I feel like Triple H could do it.
1: And then also like... I mean, obviously Mel's going to the top for now, but I'd, I'd have him beat Wesley.
0: Yeah, I would too. I would have no problem with that. Uh, rest hold for me, more Briggs and Jensen stuff. It's basically that Briggs is uh, sort of down and can't stop dwelling on his disastrous Valentine's date with Kiana Jensen? James. Sorry, uh, Jensen. Briggs not no it's Brooks Brooks Jensen I, I thought you said Briggs oh sorry I meant Brooks could be who knows but yeah sorry Jensen is the one um they get a quick segment and then also they have a match with Indushear and his um Jensen's like detachment causes Briggs to basically lose the match so the match was nothing special but I guess at the end of the day it's a decent way to move two storylines right Jensen's issues are now affecting him in ring and the tag team and Indushear are a dominant big man team that pick up a quote-unquote quality win. So at the end of the day, they accomplish that. And some people seem to like the Briggs and Jensen stuff, but I'm not, I'm not one of them. Um, Rest Hold seems to be a very unpopular opinion because I have seen lots of stuff. People went nuts for the Gigi Dolan promo, way. Eh? I didn't like it. I didn't like it. You watched saw, it too? I saw a clip. So here's the thing, right? Full marks because they are working some of her actual history into it, the history of abuse and stuff. Which I am generally a fan of, but I feel like they asked her to do too much here and that her delivery was pretty bad. And again, I'm trying to be fair. Like, she's probably really nervous about sharing this stuff in public, and that makes sense. But I thought you could tell, and it sort of detracted from that. And on top of that, it's like a complete 180 for her character, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she hated the fans three weeks ago or whatever. And now she's out there, like, bearing her soul to them only because she got kicked in the head by another <laughs> only heel. Only because
1: her friend her friend who's now worse than her right is yeah turned against her it,
0: she's more deplorable of two deplorable people but now suddenly that head kick it's like it's uh she suffered some brain injury and right. now she's like this great person but anyways <laughs> um Identity i thought the crisis. final moments of it where she's like really challenging jane were fine but i i, I clearly like this less than a lot of people did um another rest hold uh very simply my notes say die jack speaks um it's a package talking about the jailhouse street fight, which would you like to explain that stipulation? This is just a street fight, but it'll have weird stuff. It's like a reverse cage match where instead of escaping the cage, you've got to lock your opponent in a cage, I think, or a cell or something. Is that what's happening? Is that your understanding? Is that what it is? I think so. Oh. I think that's what it is. Oh. Because I, I, he, he, in this, he says that he, um, call, he calls Tony D'Angelo a street rat and says he'll lock him down for good. So I think that's what we're getting to. you got to wow. end up. And he just needs a mouthpiece, man. Because I really want to like Jack, And I do like watching him wrestle. But everything he does out of the ring makes it tough to <laughs> like him at this point. Um, high spot, Zoe Stark took on Mako Satomura. I thought a pretty good 11-minute match. Mako wins with the Scorpio Rising. First of all, it's just nice to see Zoe Stark in a match with an established star. Because I feel like she spends a lot of the time wrestling some of the youngsters in NXT that aren't able to, like put on an amazing match at this point and Mako gets a quality clean win over somebody who's pretty established on her way to face Roxanne Perez obviously and then Perez was on commentary she did a pretty good job I thought and then she enters the ring after for a stare down with Mako so another like quickly built story that I kind of enjoy it's Mako and Perez right there it's simple realistic and an interesting way to do two baby faces I think uh, rest holds i don't know if you saw this i thought it was really bad the creeds backstage um are looking for a partner to take on jinder and indu sheer
1: i think i saw them walking. i don't think i ever actually watched the so film, the idea
0: though. is that julius like swallows his pride and asks damon kemp if he wants to join oh them. yeah i
1: saw damon kemp post about it, but i didn't actually look at the video
0: and kemp basically says no and then immediately braun breaker walks up and he's like i feel i've heard you guys need help i'll join you so Brutus is like kind of overhyped for this to, and then Julius is mad because he's kind of like, why couldn't you have come and asked us a minute earlier? Because I just humiliated myself asking Kemp, right? But which is fine. And then they all like end up barking together like Steiner. But um I oh, thought okay. I thought like because Creeds are hit and miss promo wise. This right. was a miss. I thought Kemp sounded fine, but the Creeds and Braun I didn't <laughs> think sounded good at all. Although I think I've said this before, they seem to fit together. And I wouldn't even like. I do. I do just kind of see it. I would. I could see them debuting as a group for main roster and like really pushing Braun as a heavyweight contender, and then pushing those two as tag team. Like I could see that. Yeah. I think they would work together, honestly, and maybe with a mouthpiece at this point for them. Uh, I don't know who that would be, but it could be Regal. Roddy I guess. when he comes back. Yeah, could be if he's back. Roddy. Yeah. As a mouthpiece? No, not as a mouthpiece. Sorry, as another <laughs> member though, as like the secondary title guy, if you want. I don't know. Have a four man group. Yes. Uh, final high spot. I really enjoyed the main event, which was Carmelo Hayes and Tyler Bate. Really entertaining. A little bit short. It was only 11 minutes as the main event. And Hayes um, was obviously going to pick up the win because he's got that match against Breaker. So he hit his Codebreaker top rope leg drop. I do like his Codebreaker. Everyone takes it on a diagonal, and it looks I love awesome. And
1: like the way he jumps into it, too, is really cool. It looks
0: great, and then he nailed... I know you don't love his leg drop, but he nailed it this it, week. It is better when he hits it, yeah. He drilled I it, like better, so...
1: Yeah, but I still don't love, love
0: it. Yeah, really like the main event. So, honestly, a really good NXT, especially in-ring, because there was three quality matches on this show. So, um, things are looking up a little bit for NXT, I think. I'm hoping. Um, and then, really quickly, I did watch Ring of Honor um so high spots for me because i think there was 10 matches on this show so i think i'm only going to mention four of them zach saber jr blake christian you've watched some of that with me right i saw the finish not just because i
1: saw it with you but also because i saw it online
0: so saber's really cool that i used to not be a fan but he's grown into more than just a submission and counter he's guy He's affiliated
1: with um haste and yeah he's the mighty don't miller. miller yeah team yeah.
0: dk yeah um and Christian is really good in the ring. I just find him super bland everywhere else. He also stole
1: Tyler Russ thing. Of that uh, Zach Sabre Jr. of no knee pads and kick pads. Right. Because that uh, belongs to Tyler Russ and only Tyler Russ.
0: Sabre obviously won with some sort of like submission choke type thing that, that I don't understand. A million times right. before the end. So his, his thing, and you, if you watch, is that he will keep a submission for six seconds. And then his thing is if they don't tap in six, I go to something else. Which I think is cool, right? It's kind of neat, and because he has such a deep repertoire, he can just keep. Well, yeah, you,
1: I saw him like change it like four or five times.
0: Right. So his thing is, I six seconds, then I move to something else if they don't submit, which I think is cool. Um, my favorite match I think on the show was Takeshita and Josh Woods. They had like a highly competitive physical match. They both, Takenta. Takenta. Yeah, <laughs> they both looked really good, and Takeshita won with like kind of countering and. Kind of like a deadlift wheelbarrow, but where he really had to do a lot of the lifting because there was no way that Woods is helping him. Um, So he did like a wheelbarrow with a bridge for the win and it looked pretty cool. Really fun match. The other match I really liked um, almost as much as Takesh to Woods was the main event with Claudio uh, Castagnoli and AR Fox. Obviously, again, Claudio is going to win and he caught Fox coming off the ropes with a big uppercut. Really entertaining back and forth couple like. Um, near falls for ar fox that that people got into it was good so again the the outcome of these matches were never in doubt but i thought each of them was pretty entertaining other stuff was okay there was like a quick the embassy won a squash match where like joe keys it was all lsg i don't even know it was joe keys and somebody else and they didn't even get to do anything slim j mark briscoe was fine like there was a bunch of uh, willow beat somebody it wasn't and it, it lady was lady frost it was lady frost and it was fine so the only wrestled the match i didn't like was the renegades who i had no idea who they were i awesome. think they've been they're, on their AEW job right been on dark and stuff
1: and nwa world t- women's tag team champions right rarely but now they've lost them
0: so they took on madison rain and sky blue uh so i've again never seen renegades before but i didn't think they looked great especially charlotte because it's charlotte and robin and charlotte looked really rough to me robin was okay and I think Robin generated some pretty decent heel heat, but I didn't think the match was great. The crowd was definitely dead. Uh, I showed you the finisher, Sky One with um, the Skyfall that looked not very impactful. It was only six and a half minutes, though. Overall, I I kind of enjoyed it. ROH, it felt like a shinier higher budget version with a better roster than the last time um, we saw Ring of Honor. Ten matches on the show, really minimal segments and promos, though, and I don't know if that's that format continues or if they just wanted to pack the first show with action right I'll probably check it out again to see um I mostly enjoyed it it felt kind of new and fresh right but in, um not fresh it was taped in my I hey, know but I didn't know in my opinion I I think they need to separate the rosters clearly so for me I know it would draw me more to ROH because it's like hey you love Takeshita guess what the only place you're seeing no them. no 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 no, 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 well, no no for an example right um Cause I don't, I don't, and then maybe crossover on pay-per-views and stuff, but I don't want to feel like I'm watching another AEW show. I want it to kind of feel like its own thing. I would like I'd NXT want, like, does.
1: I'd want most of the roster to be its own thing, but I feel like guys like Blackpool, I'd be okay if they're still on AEW. Cause like they they have the ROH house, so they have to be there, but also they have stuff to do on time. But like-
0: then maybe Yuta only wrestles on ROH and Claudio and Danielson is on, you know what I mean? But maybe. they, I don't know. I, I'm hoping it's kind of like... I'd
1: like having guys like them still there, though. And
0: know? NXT moves people around. So, like, if it's 85% locked in, you know what I mean? I think that would be better because yeah. I don't want it to feel like it's another dark or elevation or rampage, that it's something different that I feel
1: I like I feel like I'd like to have, like, guys like Blackpool and Takashi. Like, if they're there, that's fine. But I'd like to have them on both. But, like, I feel like varsity athletes, you could keep them there. Yeah. Um, embassy, you could keep them there. Agreed. Safe. So like, I'd, I'd like Cage on Dynamite occasionally. Yeah. Because I'd love Cage. Yep. But, like, I think Briscoe, easy, easily keep him for there. For sure. I think if Joe has both belts, that's fair to keep him on both for now. The problem's with the women because there's not many. Right. I would say you move a lot of the lower card women there. Not Maybe not all the lower cards. You need some solid ones. You can't have all sky blues and stuff. But, like, right. I'd say you could keep her there. Um, I'd put Deeb there for sure, actually. Pro- I'd keep. I put Martinez, Willow stays. Ma- Mar- in my Willow opinion. stays. Martinez should go back, I think. Uh, Ember Moon there. can stay. Obviously. Sorry,
0: Athena. Um, I don't know if Mercedes is around or signed, but she know, could stay. She
1: should if she's still signed.
0: Yeah. So I, I don't know. We'll see where they go. I, I kind of enjoyed it just because it was something new. Um, but again, I'll, we'll see going forward. Impact, I'm really going to cherry pick because I've covered a lot of extra stuff. So only a few things. Uh, The rest holds surprised me because it's an opening segment with two teams I really like. That was Bullet Club and the Motor City Machine Guns had a back and forth in the ring to to open the show. Um. I thought Bay sounded the best out of all of them, but still not up to his usual standard. And I didn't particularly like Austin and Shelly specifically. They sounded a bit off to me. Uh, I am pretty excited for the match that we actually do get on this show, but I thought the segment was a bit long and was asking some people who I don't think are great on the mic to do a bit more than they should, but that might just be me. High spot, the first match, I guess I can't call it opening match because the show was already opened. But a man, Mike Bailey just like... I don't think this guy's capable of having a bad match at this point mm-hmm. i really really like this i told you he took on shane haste right um right of the mighty don't kneel and formerly tm61 or slash the mighty which but what was his name in shane oh Thorne? shane thorn yeah or oh well, well <laughs> sorry sorry slapjack right
1: okay of uh, retribution so All for right. a while
0: i couldn't tell what was going on with his hair because he has fairly short hair but he's got like a obnoxious ponytail like only a tiny chunk of it in there. So, anyways. I thought haste looked great hitting some really cool offense. And honestly, he's he's a bigger guy. This doesn't sound like it makes sense on its face, but like he's a bigger guy now that he's out of WWE. Because in by comparison. Yeah, he's big, right? Like he's gotta be 6'3 or something, and like in impact, that's a big dude. So he's throwing Bailey around. Bailey was doing a good job selling and then hitting all of his signature flurries along the way. Uh Bailey ended up winning with the ultimate weapon, which is awesome. Only a ten minute match, man. I was super entertained by this. I think for like a ten minute TV match, I'm not. You can't ask for much more than this. So mm-hmm. I, I thought it was cool. Rest hold. Then, um, was surprise, surprise. Pco taken on Trey Miguel. No, I feel like at least me, maybe other people. You're just kind of watching P- Pco now, hoping that he survives because <laughs> he's a very old dude doing like he did. Um. A somersault, like, whatever, to the floor and just straight onto the ramp and the floor. I and, saw. And nothing he does is graceful, right? It's all just him kind of controlled falling, not so much jumping off of anything anymore. And so, I, I don't know, outside of, like, this morbid curiosity to see, like, is he going to seriously hurt himself
1: this week? It used to be cool when he had the run on ROH and he had, like, kind of the thank you title run. And then yeah, like... but
0: he's, he's uh, old and slow, right? So, I don't know. It's only three minutes. Eddie Edwards comes out and hits PCO in the in the quote-unquote head, because I don't think he did, with a shovel and it's a DQ. Um, the only other thing was a high spot. Really, really enjoyed the tag team title match main event, and not just because Impact finally pulled the trigger on something I've wanted them to do for a long time, um, but Bullet Club and Machine Guns had a terrific match to end the show. Uh, exactly what you'd expect from them given 17 minutes in a main event, like speed, lots of combinations, lots of double-team stuff, really competitive back and forth match and Bullet Club pick up the win which I'm thrilled about they hit their Art of Finesse fold combination which I think looks cool too I know it's kind of lazy because it's just each of their finishers in a row but the combination of them actually works for me and I think these guys should have a long dominant run I've been saying it for a while I actually am of the opinion that the Bullet Club affiliation does nothing for them and I would much prefer that they're their own thing rather than like kind of low to mid-level Bullet Club guys, they're just their own thing, and they're awesome. You know what I mean? I don't love their affiliation with Bullet Club. Other than they can pull people in for six-man tags and stuff. Kenta. Exactly. So, um... I didn't really... None of the segments or anything stood out too much. You had, like, uh... Giselle Shaw talking to Mickey James in the ring, that's fine, and Jordan Grace is upset that Shaw's jumping the line or something. I think she's using her rematch regardless of who wins that, because I think they're facing next week. But... Yeah, a couple really uh, good matches on the show. Bailey's match and the tag team title match were very, very good. So, do you have any SmackDown stuff to talk uh, about? No,
1: but we have the preview coming up next.
0: Awesome. So, we will now, uh, that's the end of that segment. We'll move into our penultimate segment. Nice word, right? Where we will make some uh, predictions and preview a little bit of AEW's Revolution show. Man, we've got a cat in the studio. This yeah. never happens. She's, and she's oh she's moving for the door the as oh. we talk.
1: Why we we'll drink okay. Are you toasty leaving? See what happens. Okay. Just right. leave we'll her. We'll ignore we'll her. So let's let's, let's okay. talk
0: about revolution. I haven't really thought about this much, but I did a bit. I, it's more like a I just
1: kinda of went as I went. I like to go as with as my happened. gut on these, so we'll just see what they said. <laughs> she's being around. Um Okay, so we start with uh, Jungle Boy, Jack Perry versus Christian Cage, which has now been labeled the final burial. Man. Um Uh so do you want me to go first? 'Cause I've
0: I, I sure. out and then okay. I I'm
1: pretty sure we're gonna agree on this one. Yeah, but um so I took Jungle Boy. Um he stands to gain much more from coming on top in this feud than Christian would. Uh, this barely got revived for an ending. Like, I feel like this is just so that we can put a definitive end to this because I don't think that really happened yet. And I think Jungle Boy has to kind of like you
0: know, hundred percent. I think the whole feud was built to elevate Jungle Boy by the end of it, right? Yeah, and they which kind of got prolonged. Had to hard pause that. So I think as well, there's not much chance it's not She's Jungle Boy, around your chair. especially because the stipulation certainly sounds like this is the end of the feud, right? So I would assume it's Jungle like, bury Boy bury as well. Pretty confident in that They're one.
1: They're not gonna bury the hatchet, though, right?
0: Um. Okay. Next, we have Elite versus House
1: of Black for the trios titles. Um. So I found this one to be one of the tougher ones to pick. Um. Because I could see that either of them winning with like a solid argument that could be made for both. Um. But for whatever reason, I am leaning towards taking House of Black. Um. The Elite are great. I've enjoyed their reign, but it's kind of slowed a bit. Like aside from the uh top flight and Air Fox, but like, cause I feel like the best of seven series so is such a peak for me, and I'm not sure what the Elite are gonna do right now. And I think the Lee are just, like, really great as, like, they're the most reliable trio I think they have, so I think you could always go back to them as champs whenever you want, and, like, I don't think we really need to right now, and I think that a title one could really benefit the house a lot, maybe help bolster their presentation, like, help them kind of their, their look on the roster, you know? Like, I feel like that would maybe give them a kind of kick up the ass, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um... And I saw something about me having them, the Elite and Hangman all lose tomorrow night and kind of like a lose forward kind of thing. And somehow they would all kind of like come together. Uh, And I think that would be more interesting, but more on that later. I think Elite might like, I think Elite should lose this and lose a rematch. But, wow. Uh, we'll see. So I'm I taking will, House of Black.
0: This is where it will differ. I'll take the Elite just because I don't feel like they've really had any defenses, right? Because the seven the best of 7 was to win it. Yeah, I know. And then but... they've really only def- so I I just don't think the elite are going to lose the title so quickly. I also don't have a ton of confidence that they have are going to strongly book House of Black cuz they haven't for 2 years or whatever it's been now. So I think there's a possibility that you're right, but I'm going to play the odds. I think it's most likely that the elite hang on. So I'll take the elite there.
1: Yeah, I'm not fully confident, but I think the whole scenario
0: coming out of that would be really cool. So yep, take a risk. Why not?
1: Petting the cat. Uh, next we get Wardlow versus King of TV, Samo and Joseph, uh, for the one of the aforementioned TV titles, mm-hmm. uh, the TNT title. Um, this one's kind of close too. I could see either way. I'm leaning towards Joe though, because I could see Wardlow winning again. But to me, that ship has sailed, and I think that ship even had sailed when Joe beat Wardlow the first time. One sec, Bijou. Um, and when, like I think the they made the right call then. I think they should make the same decision now. I bet Hobbs is taking the title soon, so I'd rather see him beat Joe than Wardlow having like kind of a fast run. Or worse, he beats Hobbs. So I think Joe's a better pick here. That's what I'm doing. Uh, bye, Bijou. I'll be right back. Bye, bye, Bijou. Hey, hey, hey,
0: easy, shut her tail in easy, the door. easy. Um, so, all right, you're. I'll, I'll differ on this one as well. I think. I think it, this is where I lose because I'm for, not like. It's fully for one confident. of the belts, right? Just,
1: right. Yeah, I'm not fully confident on these, but I just think like I'm picking what I I like better, and I I this one I'm more so. I think Joe should win there. Right? I, I think they're James gonna. Is better.
0: I'll say they're gonna use this as their way of getting momentum back toward Lo. Whether I agree with it or not, I would rather Joe. Keeps this king of TV thing and has both of them, but but I think I feel like, I think either
1: one of them goes to Hobbs soon. So no, right. no matter who wins, I think I feel like Hobbes has to win the title, and I'd rather not see like the title hop potato hop from Joe to Wardlow to Hobbs.
0: I, I don't know. It's interesting. So I feel like I don't think Hobbs should lose. I don't either, but I don't. I'm not super confident he's gonna win. To be honest, I feel like they're gonna be like, yeah, we were right to build Wardlow, and look, we're gonna focus on him again I, i'm decently confident in hobbs all right I'll, i will take i'll take wardlow so we'll have a couple differences here that makes right. it more interesting
1: uh hater soraya soho for the women's title uh <sighs> nervous soho, i took hater soho hasn't been the top division level since she debuted no soraya, i don't think soho's a threat soraya should never be champion <laughs> agree um uh, there's a slight worry that it's soraya but i don't think it will be
0: i think just honestly the because Hater's still getting really good reactions, so I I think they're gonna keep it on her. She hasn't had a very long yeah, run I think with it. The... Definitely has to be her. And I don't see Soho getting it either. Like no. a, she's not even in the running. And Soraya... plus, I'm
1: more concerned with who she's gonna side with. So
0: <laughs> of course you are. I'm a little nervous about Soraya, but I don't think well, I, don't I don't think, think they so. Would. So I think it's Hater. They turned
1: her heel because of her reaction. I don't think they give her a title because of her reaction. Again,
0: the money matches is Hater Baker when you want to get there. Yeah, so you or keep nothing it, maybe you maybe. keep it on Hater till then.
1: If you really want to slow burn it, I could see that being the all-out match. Right. So Hater mm-hmm. as well. Uh, Jericho Starks. Jass is banned from ringside. Um, I'm taking Starks. I think that's the best way to end this feud because I think it should be over, and I think Starks winning makes the most sense because then. He can do something better. Like, this will project him to something else. Jericho does not need this win. And worse, if Jericho wins, technically that's 50-50 booking, and then I fear we get another match. I think Starks should just win this again.
0: I do too, but the fact that the stipulation so that's clearly th- favors right. Starks makes me feel that Jericho's going to have... I'm a have... little
1: concerned, right? But uh, I, feel, I still so feel I Starks So I'll Stark take
0: Jericho win. just to be... De- just because, like, they're so... I feel like I'm going to go 0 for 3 on these. The deck is stacked in Stark's favor, which makes me feel like then Jericho will have. And he looked so stupid quickly get setting up this match. So I'm I think hoping maybe, maybe we get a had- backfire
1: interference and maybe Jericho it's like qu- that starts questioning them. Ace up his sleeve type of thing. I think Jericho needs to get it. I think we but need then to get out Jazz.
0: You could also have Jericho with his ace up his sleeve, but with Stark still one step ahead of that, too. That's what I'm you thinking, know what I mean. right?
1: Or like, and I think Jericho should start questioning this because I think I'm. I questioned this a while ago. I'll take Jericho just okay. cuz I'm not that confident, but I'll take him. Um so next we get the Texas death match, Moxley and Hangman. So this is where I kind of pick up off um, from where I left off with the All Trios right. match. Um so until um I read something about Revolution, I think it was like uh Walt Culture talking about it. I was definitely leaning towards the Hangman camp here. Um I think he would benefit from a final win here, but then I read on I think Walt Culture and I got thinking he might stand to gain something from a loss as well cuz that's that can happen, and honestly, Hangman is that kind. Of, I feel like that would work with his character. Like he can, he can turn to anything mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, maybe losing here again would kind of push him to that dark kind of area he was in in twenty nineteen. Remember when he kind of left the elite, and he yeah. was kind of like all like down, really down on himself. Right? Yep. When the elite saga, like that, that's probably the farthest point when that started. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, I feel like maybe he'd be kinda of go back to that headspace. Except maybe this time the elite are also taking losses if they lose to House of Black. Hopefully they lose like once or twice to House of Black. Um, so they're all in that similar camp. Then maybe the, the Elite join him for redemption. Then you have that four facing the four from Blackpool, Danielson's probably not gonna win, right? Not to spoil my pick. Right. So you you could have Elite versus Blackpool, and then there's your build for the typical stadium stampede, arena anarchy or whatever, whichever one of those two you're doing, mm-hmm. and maybe blood and guts, maybe. I'm not fully confident in all this, but the whole idea is pretty appealing to me, so I'll bank on it. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting. I think that could happen. And I think, like, e- this one's pretty, like, 50-50. Yeah. Like, Hangman or Moxley, whatever. So I'm going to take Moxley, so, just to make that Good, clear. Good, because
0: I'll take Hangman. This is the most we've disagreed, I think. Or, like, pick different. Not even disagree is probably the wrong word. But I just think Moxley still hasn't taken that vacation, really, I don't think, right? So last year was kind of the year of Mox. I think we're sort of moving in a different direction. and. I don't know, I just feel like Paige is going to pick up the win in this one. I don't know, I, I like your fantasy booking, I have no problem with any of it, I just... I think
1: that might be my downfall, though.
0: I just think this is kind of, the year of Mox is kind of over, and they're looking maybe to go in a slightly different direction with always Mox available to be the guy when they need him, right? But uh, he needs some time off, finally, so I'll take Paige. Alright. Uh, next we get... Uh, <laughs> four. Uh, guns, uh, Triple
1: J, uh. Cassie and Dan in the acclaim for the tag titles um I'm picking the guns not a uh, pretty begr- begrudgingly but um I think FTR still the ones being them I've heard that's still slated to be the plan makes and sense two of these teams aren't legit to me so I think Guns just kind of retain on like I don't think anyone really needs to beat them I think FTR I think it's like no one here is going to beat them so they kind of have to retain
0: yeah I agree I'm taking the guns probably through shenanigans right because again they're, they're- they're kind of leaning into the yeah, we're not experienced and we're not good wrestlers, but we just win, so which I don't mind, um not necessarily at the top of the card, but um, yeah, I think they're I would take the guns. Mm-hmm. I don't think it goes back on acclaimed, right, so and then f t r comes and saves the division, hopefully the top guys are back and elevate the whole division back to like the teams that we want in circulation, not the ones we're getting right now, mm-hmm.
1: uh finally uh i the Iron Man match. Uh,
0: I think we agree on this one. Yeah, I'm taking MJF. Me too. Just because his... I don't think
1: Danielson really needs the title he right doesn't, now. He doesn't even um, care. I'm sure he'll run a lot of the match, but like... Yes, of course.
0: Uh, MJS time up is not yet here. I agree, and I don't think Danielson, like, widely reported, that's not what's motivating him, right? No, He's I'm... looking to have feuds and stories and matches and gold, whatever. So, yeah, they're they've committed to MJF as the heel face of their show right now and i don't think which they're stopping which i think yeah this is like his first major test cuz i think the starks yeah. thing worked
1: but this is his first major thing first pay-per-view um it's not it's not up so
0: yet. i assume he's going to show us he can sort of hang more than people might think but then he's going to have some i think there's definitely going to be a lot of like shenanigans cheap stuff here i agree but it's going to be MJF uh that is it so we disagreed on what three or four that's good mm-hmm. i like it uh, all right, so uh, final segment. You said you have something this week, so we're gonna take a look at what's new in the world of action wrestling figures and other stuff related. In figuring it out with Jack. Um. So the first thing they have
1: is kind of weird. It's the, they got new one of those new Wrecking ones. It's of a, course they do. A Slam Crusher Monster Track. It looks weird.
0: And don't they usually that's foreshadow a, an actual? I feel like they're gonna. I,
1: I'm wondering how they would put that on TV if that's the case. I th- I feel like that'd be kind of funny. It would. I don't know. I, I I'd like to see because that, that happened with that. what the motorcycle and the the car? motorcycle the car was the first one and so that was, was before it was ahead. on the TV right yeah or yeah. like as it was advertised at least so um yeah that that is there uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they do something nice uh what the hmm, weird. There's it says on the scan the QR code to unlock slam crush content. there's no q r. code yet, but that's on like the packaging <laughs> that's weird uh then they have top talents basics, the fourth wave of the twenty twenty three ones even though it's like they did like twenty twenty three ones last year. It does not make sense uh there's Roman reigns, just basic Roman reigns with the red gauntlet um it's fine, it looks solid. The hair doesn't look as good as like some some reason it looks great. I don't like the body type to use or so the basics it looks but, really long, I know the basics just don't look that great. Uh there's a re-release of Matt Riddle in this white and blue red gear. It's fine. I think Evil Knievel gear or something. Uh then Cody Rhodes which is a basic of his new elite. Uh basics bad. <laughs> is the point. Right. Um so then we have SummerSlam Elite. So you got Zeus from amazing that match I think I don't, it was SummerSlam. Can't be from
0: much cuz he didn't last long. SummerSlam 89. It's only a couple things, yeah. Yeah,
1: so Zeus, that's pretty funny. I guess they got to forget it. I think it's like you kind of get a reuse head of the heads because they did it for the one-off uh, San Diego Comic-Con figure last year, but I guess you got to get a reuse of that. Uh, Then you have Hulk Hogan in the camel gear from 91. I think that was when him and Warrior faced the Triangle of Terror. Who's that? Um, General Adnan, <laughs> Colonel Mustafa. <laughs> that's why I don't remember. And Iraqi sympathizer, Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter, Slaughter yep. Uh, Then you have Jay Uso from 2021 in the black joggers with the Bloodline logos, and he's got the white sleeve, which is nice. It's basically repainted the all-white Jay Uso, I have just the hair sculpted different, but I like that because it's Bloodline Uso. Nice. Uh, And then also go from 2019 with the Goldberg squash I mentioned at the beginning, Mm -hmm. uh, and the pink tights, which that's pretty nice, actually. And then there's a lineup for the top talent, the next top talent wave, which is um, all Bloodline. It's Brock. Roman and Jimmy Uso with the Jimmy Uso is going to be SummerSlam gear match in the J Uso, but uh, the other two I don't know. Nice. Um, then they put up some new pre-orders. Uh, there's also for pre those ones are pre- for pre-order, but then there's also new two packs. There's the you know the crappy battle packs with the belts. Uh, there's Taker, Batista, um,
0: Gunther, Ricochet, and New Day. Cool. So okay. basics. Woo. <laughs> Not. You won't probably own any of
1: them. I don't think so. Uh, the new Ultimate Editions, which is Under the Gaint and Seth Rollins. Seth the Rollins, which I'm I want to get a lot. Isn't
0: that what your uh Momo called them forever? Rollins and couldn't Something. say it properly. I, I also
1: saw it in like a
0: UK ad. He was
1: like, "Whoa, Seth Rollins." Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's from his Money in the Bank year with like the the colored lines on it. Um, looks nice. I kind of I want I want that a lot. So maybe I'll pre-order that and then there's uh, elite 102 is also up for pre-order there's um there's it's commissioner foley gunther like kind of updated uh judgment day edge uh judgment day ripley uh austin theory and samuel zane from the jackass match (laughs) great uh it's yeah that's awesome must have must have um then Unrivaled Twelve was up for pre-order, uh, which is FTR from the Blood and Guts, I think. Jamie Hayter's first figure, Private Party's first figure, and then another John Moxley. And they also revealed a dog collar match two-pack, um, which is a Punk and MJF. It's the Blood and Guts one where they have blood on them, and it's got a dog collar. So I'm probably gonna try to get that at some point because then I can do dog collar matches, and never touch the Punk ever again. <laughs> Feed it to the dog feed it to toast i'll I'll let her play someone's dog not ours i'll I'll let toast play with it
0: she can do whatever she wants right because i don't care is that it yes all right well that's gonna wrap up uh, episode 137 we're gonna check out obviously revolution tomorrow night if it if we love it we may find time to talk about it specifically or we may just wait and tack it on to episode 138 but either way we will definitely be back down here next saturday so thanks for taking any time out of your week to listen to us talk about wrestling we hope you come back bring some friends with you tell somebody about us we do not promote ourselves at all we kind of just whoever listens listens and hopefully it catches on at some point Mm -hmm. um actually this week 136 did pretty well so i was happy with that but anyways we will see you all back here next saturday and until then take care